This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Get everything you need for your next project today at Menards and save big money. LP SmartSide products are the number one brand of engineered wood siding. SmartSide trim and siding offers long-lasting performance and delivers the warmth and beauty of traditional wood. Save big money today at Menards and LP SmartSide products. Plus, visit Menards.com to view the weekly flyer and check out all of our great deals happening this week. Save big money at this is a podcast from Minute Media. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mush, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Okay, you ready? Can you do this? All right, here we go. Get it, Murph. All right, welcome to Raiders Fan Radio. <laughs> Thank you, Brent Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Welcome to episode number 219 of Raiders Fan Radio. My name is Murph, and I will be your host for the night. We'll see how long this voice holds up for. I promise I will do my best with it. Uh, nothing but sipping a, a big, giant double tea out of my Raiders mug tonight because uh, yours truly went so hard at the Raider game on Sunday after we beat the crap. Well, we did beat the crap out of them. We eventually beat the Dolphins. And, uh, yeah, and uh, so my, uh, my voice has not yet recovered. My body started catching up today. Oh, my gosh. So, thankfully, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah, the voice is still struggling a little bit. So thank you for joining us here tonight for episode 219 of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, if, if you're listening to us on the fan-sided uh, network on Just Blog, baby, uh, you can find this show on any of your podcast services. Just search Raiders Fan Radio uh, anywhere you get it. Apple, Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Spotify, you name it. Uh, if you have a podcast service, you can find us. Just search Raiders Fan Radio. Hit that subscribe button, and we appreciate all the new uh, uh, awesome listeners we're getting from those various sites. And then also you can join us each and every week live at 4 o'clock 
Pacific, 7 o'clock Eastern on the YouTubes. That's at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, you can join the amazing chat, the best chat in all of Raider Nation and so many uh, awesome folks in there tonight. Uh, Matthew Mengus, Storm, Ron the Mayor. I got, I got, I got this. Well, Okay, well, let me introduce you first. Okay, go. Okay, so <laughs> I can't do this show alone. It's certainly not tonight because I'm playing injured. Uh, but uh, so, so I like to welcome the legendary man that sits to my right. He adorns the Western Annex of the Murphs Fan Cave Desk. Welcome to the show, Uncle Maj. Okay, well, thank you so much, man. I can't believe you got through the opening segment. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm checking these off. Chapter okay. one, check. So anyway, it's good to be here. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Uh, it was like four hours ago I saw you when I was picking you up at the airport, it seems like. Yeah, you know, yeah, We'll yeah. tell the story about that later. But yeah. anyway, uh, let me welcome in Foxy Scorpio, Darth Vader Raider, Paul Egerton, the main guy, both of them, so they say there's two, Ron the Mater Raider. He says your voice sounds a lot like our 2020 defense. Yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> Pineapple's in there. Miguel Ruiz. Man, I'm trying to scroll. Everybody's here. Michelle Sweat's here. Swaggy J was in there. He couldn't be with us live tonight, but he's in the he's in the chat. Uh, killed Jadis. Did I say Big Bass Raider? Uh, man, everybody's here. Everybody's here. Hey, guys, hit awesome. the like button. Hit the like. Swaggy usually tells you to hit the like, but uh, uh, let's go over to the Swaggy Cam. All right. Let's. Well, I don't have Swag Cam up. He's not here. I know. I yeah, was gonna, so I was I gonna do a joke. There's nothing. There's nothing there. It's just black. No, that's not even the right one. Oh, that's the intro. I don't know. Oh, here it is. That's the swag cam. That's okay, let's try that again. It's not even on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I love. I love it. Uh, uh, Atticus B. Rocket says Murph says I'll be questionable to return with a throat injury, uh, but then also uh, Kill Jada says I need Murph now to say with his Godfather voice, "Look at how they massacred my boy." you come to me on this day of my daughter's wedding okay. they said you sound like a lot like phil villapiano yeah oh yeah there we yeah, go yeah, yeah yeah i'll take that i'll take that absolutely all right so i uh, welcome to this episode of raiders fan radio we appreciate you all joining us i'm gonna uh, help you tonight bye you help me tonight I am. Okay, okay so uh so epis- this is episode number 219 of raiders fan radio we always take our episode number and tie it back to something significant within raider nation uh so being 219 uh we go to uh our good buddy swag jeff that handles the uh the, the uh, that um that duty Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you were you said duty, and you were thinking you had to go again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me finish this off okay, for you. Okay, ahead, so Swaggy, hand, pick, pick me up here. Swaggy always takes our uh, our episode number, and he relates yeah. it to something in recent or past Raider history. Yes. And tonight, Swaggy J phoned it in for us. So now, none other than your own Swag Jeff. Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Swag Jeff, coming at you with uh, episode number 219. Oh, my gosh. Hey, before we get into this, we're 3-0, and baby. Let's go. Let's go. We are 3-0. and We are looking great, and we are headed into week four, which is Chargers week, Monday Night Football. Uh, it's a little weird. My brother and his new girlfriend are Chargers fans. Ooh. My brother and his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. And hey, speaking of which, uh, episode number 219 of Raiders Fan Radio. We are here for it. Episode number 219. We are going all the way back 
1967. Come on. We're going to be talking about a player who had his first Pro Bowl appearance back in 1967. That's right, the guy that we have donated money to, thanks to you, Raider Nation. We're, of course, talking about our favorite number 25, Fred Belitnikoff. That's right, Freddie B. In 1967, Fred Belitnikoff had 40 receptions for 876 yards and five touchdowns. If you do the math around here, that means he averaged 21.9 yards per reception. Nice. 19. Let's go, baby. Go Raiders. Yeah, let's go. Good job, Swaggy J. All right, so that brings me up. He brought up Fred Bolitnikoff, and I know your voice is killing you, but I want to jump right into the at the top of the show here okay. to a Raider situation that you had in the Vegas airport. Yeah, so on the way, well, I was going to tell that later when I kind of... Oh, you were? Yeah, oh, I, I stole your thunder, that's sorry. A, that's okay. Uh, yeah, we uh, ran into Fred and Angela at the airport on our way back home from Vegas, but yeah, I'll tell you about that when we, we kind of do our little bit of a rundown uh, on the game. Well, let's go ahead, uh, Mosh, let's hit him with some contact info. It's okay. Woo! Hey, Raider Nation! You got your old <laughs> Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tak. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, appreciate you, Raider Nation. Oh, I forget we're laughing this part. Okay, here we go. Good. Good. <laughs> I suppose I should take that out of my mouth. From where I'm, I'm sucking on a cough drop or a Ricola. That, uh, Ricola. Yeah, try to keep this thing rock, uh, going along here. Okay. Uh, also on this network, the Raiders Fan Radio Network, uh, you get this show, the flagship show, Raiders Fan Radio, but we have another show on the network. We call it Silver and Black Flashback, and our good buddy, Rich Smelter, who is the author of the Raiders Encyclopedia, kind of takes you through a journey of Raiders history. And uh, his newest episode will be out uh, later tonight. That is episode number nine, and it's titled uh, Jim Plunkett, the Raiders' Cinderella Man. Uh, and so that's so going to be really cool. And um, got to see Plunkett, uh, of course, this week at halftime uh, when Tom Flores got his uh, the little induction ceremony for him for the Hall of Fame. Oh, that's he awesome. His, he got his Hall of Fame ring, and Plunkett was there to put it on him. It was, it was awesome. Do we still have, our, uh, do we still have our, the picture up of you and Sonny and Plunkett? 
You and Sonny and Cousins. Oh, yeah, I'll find that during the show. Yeah, yeah when, we'll, we'll look that up. I was way starstruck. Yeah. yeah. We met Jim Plunkett, yeah. So definitely check that out and support that show, please. Um, Rich is doing a great job with it. And uh, it's a good little listen. It's just about 10 minutes long each episode, and, uh, and it's really fun. All right, so here at the top of the show, we like to give respect. We don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. There's nothing wrong with those things, but uh, we're Italian. Hey. Right? Hey, we like to give some respect. So I got a, I got a, a, a lot of a respect to throw out tonight because I want to thank everybody so incredibly much uh, for the amazing hospitality that was extended our way uh, during this last weekend. Uh, so Cousin Sonny and I went out to the Raider game. Um, we got out there, or I got out there on Friday. Sonny came in on Saturday. Um, we had a, had a great time, went and saw some shows, went to the Beatles Love Show, which is one of my favorite things uh, that's not Raider football, and uh, had a great time. Got to play craps, had a lot of fun. And, um, but then on Sunday, or excuse me, on Saturday, uh, the night before the game, we met up with our good buddy Raider Cody, and Cody was very kind to extend an invite to me to join him on his pregame show. So much respect to Raider Cody. Um, had a really cool turnout there, uh, like a you know nice little crowd of Raider fans. Right, right. Can they go? Can they go onto his website and see that that yeah, video? Yeah, yeah. So you, the, the new people can hear what you really do sound like. Yeah, which really is a lot do. like me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so uh, you can check that out on Raider Cody's YouTube channel, uh, the the Dolphins pregame show that we okay. did on Saturday, and so. Um, uh, what a great little setup there at the Sahara, Las Vegas. Uh, Cody's set up right now in this place called Casbar before the, he um, moves into the new sports book that they're building, uh, this new, big new sports bar there in the, in the Sahara Casino. If you haven't been to the Sahara Casino uh, of recent time, this new remodeled version of the Sahara, it's gorgeous. It's, it's an incredible place, and, um, and, this, and this setup was top-notch, uh, and everybody that was there to support Raider Cody and his podcast – Absolutely amazing hospitality, and so much respect to Cody uh, for having me be part of that. And I'm also going to be part of uh, that same show before the Washington game, before the Eagles game, and maybe before the Chargers game right. because you and I, I think, are going to be headed out there. We are go, going. We're going to go. So, uh, so that'll be four Vegas trips for us this this NFL season, which is going to be incredible. Um, but anyway, so there at that event, um, you know Duke City Raider that's in our chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name is Martin. He was there, and he came oh, over. Oh, nice. He came over and said hello, so much respect to Martin uh, for coming out and saying hi and, uh, and joining us there for that pregame show. All right, so then that was Saturday. Then the next day, uh, of course, is the game, and we got invited to go to a tailgate uh, with Fabricator Gill in the IE, who you'll see in our chat. Ah. Uh. So, That's so cool. So uh, Sonny and I went over to, and we, we found Fabricator Gill, who was so kind. Uh, he was there with his wife and his daughter and her boyfriend. And um, the food. Tell me about it. Now tamale, go slow. Come on. Tamales. Chorizo. Okay, and let's go back to tamales. Tamales. <laughs> chorizo and potatoes. Oh, stop. Ceviche. All this awesome homemade salsa. Ah. All the beer you could drink. All, it was Absolutely an incredible, incredible tailgate. Um, the kindest people, Raider Nation, truly his family. And I will I tell you this, Raider Nation, when the Raiders kind of announced their plans around Vegas and everything, right, what was the right. one thing, the big thing that jumped out that everybody, everybody said, well, the, 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 they'll never be able to recreate the tailgates because they were so organic and they morphed over the last 40 years. 
you know, into an actual event that we lined up to, to get in line there with Mojo and all of them when we went in 19, like four hours in advance. We, were, we, we left our hotel at 5 o'clock in the morning to get in line, you know, by 6.37 or whatever it was, and the game didn't start yeah, until 1. Absolutely. An incredible scene there. And so, of course, in Oakland, and – I have every confidence that it will continue to spring up around Allegiant Stadium. Like, the way it was kind of explained to us was that, oh, there's not enough room. Man, I'm telling there was plenty of room for tailgates, nice. and there's plenty of room that's not been utilized yet. Like, I got a feeling it's going to grow into a real nice scene. The only thing about it is that it's so hot. So oh, you got to oh, really okay. make sure you got plenty of covering and all that kind of stuff, but... It was awesome, man. And so, anyways, much respect to Fabricator Gill. Tell, you got to you got to tell Gill's story about the tamales, though. That was one uh, of the funniest things I've ever so, heard. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, uh, his wife asked. She said, "Have you ever had tamales?" And I said, "Oh, absolutely." I said, "You know, my family used to make them." I said, "My in fact, my my mom was out for Christmas a couple years ago. We made 120 tamales." And Gil goes, "Murph." He goes. We're Mexicans, man. We talk about tamales in dozens. He goes, you had, t- you had 10 dozen tamales. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it was so fun. But anyways, we, they're, the, they're the best, man. Uh, Gil and his, and, his, and, his, and his family were so fun. Um, all right, so uh, I want to give also respect to Trinidad. Oh, uh, my Tr- man. Trinidad, man, he, he helped us get these tickets, and, and we were up there in the stands. And Trinidad, again, hospitality, man, like, you know, bringing us over beers and stuff. Oh. And just like, he's just the nicest guy in the world. Of course, he came out and met us when we were in Alameda at Dominico's. Right, right. He was there for that as well. But, but Trinidad, man, he's just so cool. We're going to look forward to uh, hopefully going to a game again uh, with Trinidad soon. Right. And, uh, man, just much, much respect to him. Um, I know he doesn't like being shouted out and respected and all that, but I'm sorry, dude. You, you, what you have done for us and this show and the amount of support you've given us yes. is too yes. freaking cool for me to not call you out and to give you respect, dude. So uh, thank you, Trinidad, for everything. And then last but not least, I'll give you Fred and Angela. Uh, we ran into Fred and Angela at the airport. It was funny because Sonny's like, hey, Fred. It's like, and he like, Sonny like kind of fan. He gets fanboy really quick. He fanboyed out. And so I was like, hey, Fred, how are you? You know, and shook his hand. Of course, and Angela was like, oh, hi, Murph. And, you know, so we we're sitting there talking and stuff. And so we talked a little bit about kind of what we're doing upcoming and uh, for the Blitnikoff Foundation. So next month when we're out there for the Blitnikoff dinner, uh, we're going to be broadcasting live. So look for that. We're going to be doing a live fundraiser at the foundation. Uh, with our foundation at their dinner to begin our fundraising effort for the next year's donation. And so they're, they're incredibly excited about it. And, um, and so thank, thankfully, uh, thankful to them and much respect to them. And it was funny because Murph goes, or Murph, Sonny goes, Murph. yeah, I am. Sonny goes, <laughs> Sonny goes, how do you come away with that from not freaking out? I go, well, cause we kind of, we're getting to know those folks. Like we, and he goes, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. That you guys are actually knowing you guys that you know the Belenikovs like to the point to where it doesn't freak you out. I'm like, like that's what a bless what a gift, right? Like it's yeah. so freaking cool. Like, and Angela, you guys you guys email and talk all the time, all the time yeah. about setting stuff up for the yeah. you know for the, the foundation and us bringing yeah. the check and re, you know broadcasting live and stuff. So that's so funny yeah. that he gets all fanboyed and, <laughs> and you didn't. Yeah, which is not the case because I'm I'm like but I'm the freak out guy too. Don't get me wrong. Right, I, right, right. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not trying to tell you that story to try to be all cool. I'm just saying, well, like it's just so like a it's such a bitching thing. Yeah. To like. Like the, you know what I mean? It's Fred freaking Bolitnikov, one right, of the all-time right, greatest. Right. You know what I mean? So, anyways, good, good stuff there. Nobody enjoyed a good Donny Brooks. I'm trying to save you. Wait, bail me out. Yeah. Phil I got one more after this. Okay.
This is Joe Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raider. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out, Raiders Fan Radio. All right, let's talk a little bit about the game here at the top of the show. So what an absolutely amazing game. But before we do that, Ma, shout out the chat room. Who do we got in there tonight? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Swaggy J, uh, Ameria77, Coach Davis, the Big Easy, the men guys are here. Big Bass Raider, Trinidad Bass. Uh, cool Kev. Oh, that's Trinidad. Where, Trinidad. Yeah. Trinidad, what's up, Trinidad? Uh, Atticus B. Rockin'. Killed Jadis, Paul Egerton, the Raider Critique, Critique, the Raider Critique. I'm having to do all this heavy lifting, and I'm and I'm stumbling on my own words. I love uh, an Ebernation. That's our buddy Chuck in there, right? Right. Uh, Chuck McCann, uh, uh, the president of the New Jersey chapter of the Black Hole, and uh, and so his show is an Ebernation, right? His podcast, and it's funny. So he says, "All the beer, who can drink, Murph? Me or you?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chevy Silver Raider, Hefe KC. Hey, Hefe, glad you're back. Raider Buen Rico. Okay. Uh, it's a great, great night tonight. Hey, hit that button. Hit that like button. Uh, 33 of you've done it. 70, you're in there. Uh, I'm fired up, man. I, I, you know, what a game. Yeah. So tell us, so Mosh, take us to the first audio bite there. Go ahead. You handle the heavy lifting around this stuff. Go ahead and tell us about our first, our first bite. So you, you handle the audio. So we got a couple of guys. Is this the, uh, 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 Siciliano one? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, let's just hear him, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Now, they have played nearly an extra half of football, two full overtimes, two full 10-minute overtimes. But that said, they've made the plays, and he has made the plays in those overtimes, and they're 3-0. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the amazing part of it. Two overtime games, then on a short week, they go to Pittsburgh, and they drop the Steelers by nine. I mean, so the fact that they are winning these close games early in the season and players are emerging, not just Derek Carr, bodes well for them as the season goes along. Excuse me, uh, defenses. Hunter Renfro's making plays, and in late in games, 89. Brian Edwards has come out of nowhere. He did that in week one against the Ravens. You saw him do this right here late against the Dolphins. So the fact that they are having players emerge goes to show what they did in the offseason. And, Andrew, this also goes to show, again, offensively, that this team is explosive to have so many people compliment Darren Waller. Josh Jacobs is out. You saw what they did. Uh, Blake on the, the back of running back who came in. Peyton Barber, Peyton came, Barber in came in and did his thing yesterday, too. They suppose very well for the Raiders along the way as their schedule keeps getting tougher and tougher, despite them opening with three tough opponents. It's going to be great this Monday night. They are here at yes. SoFi against the 2-1 and one Chargers. The Raiders were here to play the Rams in the preseason. Obviously, a lot of Raider fans will be here in that building as well. Okay, Uncle Mosh, give us, give us right. like your accurate rundown here so I can rest yeah, my yeah, voice. Yeah, no, you rest yeah, your voice. Yeah. Okay, okay, so what they said, yeah, it was good. Okay, our next sound. No, Ma, no. <laughs> <laughs> This is the kind of hard-hitting analysis you tune into a show like this for. 
I thought one of the things that was 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 really a nice highlight there was when the Raiders signed and announced Peyton Barber that he was going to be the starting running back, and they eventually waived Trey Regis, right, who was so fondly named Trey Vegas in the offseason, and everybody looked for him to be the next up-and-coming running back for him. Like, it was highly criticized by fans, but go figure, the Twitter GMs showed up wrong because freaking Peyton Barber was amazing in this game. And I think that it shows the efficiency of Tom Cable and the offensive line, John Gruden's play calling, and then, of course, Peyton Barber just by himself closing out the football game, running it with a clutch run late in the game to set up the Raiders' win. I thought it was, it's, been, it's been awesome. And look, at, and this is, I don't, clearly he's not going to challenge Josh Jacobs for his starting job. But look, Kenyon Drake wasn't going to be an every down back. But Peyton Barber clearly is, man. And isn't that nice to have some depth at running back? Well, no, all kidding aside, you're, it, it comes down to somebody goes down, somebody steps up. And without saying that in so many words, because Jacobs was out, you know, so we have to do something. Yes, we, Derek Carr in the first two games went, what, almost 800 yards or a little over 800 yards? Yeah. So, you know, we, but we couldn't, we couldn't necessarily rely on that because if, if I was Miami, I'd be keying on that. I'd be dropping back an extra person. I'd be double teaming Waller. I'd be, you know, I'm saying there, there was plenty, there was plenty to do. So when, when you got a running back that can step in and step up, then there it is. Okay? Absolutely. Great point, Mosh. All why, right. Why didn't you say that to begin with? Because it was part of the shtick. You know, your your voice is like, okay, like okay, I'll, I'll, let me take us into the next one. Here we go. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Who do we got next, Mosh? Um, that that bald-headed guy. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Brian Baldinger. <laughs> And he does it amazing. Oh, I thought we were talking about Cousin Sonny. <laughs> you got your choice of cousins when you talk about ones that don't I have hair know, in this right? family. I think I'm yeah. the only one left in the You're family, the only... that, and, and I don't look like any of you guys. No, but you still got the mop up there. Hey, let's talk about Baldinger. He does a – we know him. He's one of our buddies, uh, he, not in real life. but no, we it's a lo- one-sided friendship. But we, we like him. We love the we, guy. You know, yeah. and the guy, can, the guy can break down film like nobody's business. And this week he broke down who other than Mad Max. Let's go. Let's hear from Baldinger. Condors are a predator. Max Crosby is a predator. He preys on quarterbacks. Like Jacoby Brissett right here. And when the Condor gets the prey in their grasp, they force errant throws into the dirt like that. Against the run, he sees a trap coming. Just wrong arm and spill it outside. Let Littleton go clean it up. The, the predator will take the assist on the play. You watch this effort right here. Quentin Jefferson is going to get the sack. But watch the chop. Watch the spin, the chop, and then the hook to get to the quarterback. Because that's what predators do. They get to quarterbacks. They get to their prey. Play after play after play. Watch this crazy effort. Like, is this guy like Hawkins energy drinks or something? Like, what is this? Who does this? Who never stops coming? Who never stops praying? Who never stops being a predator from one side of the field to the other? Because that's what predators do. They get to their prey. Here we go. You can't throw over a condor. Not when he puts his 
outstretched arms over the top. 62 snaps. You can't run around a predator. You try to run around this condor, he's going to box you in. You know, force you to go someplace else. Let somebody else go make the play. It's like a force field. It's like he's got his own force field. Nobody can get around it. They can't get through it. And the energy level is crazy. Double teams can't stop him. They try. Oh, yeah. When you're the predator of this defensive line, rebuilt defensive line, you're going to get all kinds of doubles. It doesn't matter. When you're a predator, you get to your prey. You get to quarterbacks. You sit on them. You make them hurt. This was a dogfight yesterday. Watch this. In overtime right here, third and three. He plays the shovel pass and stuffs it, forcing a field goal. Okay, so this is what I got to say about that. I love Baldinger, right? Okay. Condors condors aren't, aren't birds of prey. They're scavengers. Well, that's okay. I know. But but here's here's what wild condors, they they don't kill things, but what they do, is they prefer large carcasses, such as deer or cattle, and then they go in there after other scavengers have have started because they can't get through the tough hides, and then they go in there and they rip it up, and they eat whatever they can. Sometimes they eat so much that they can't even fly. Until they start digesting. Nice. They just lounge around the carcass. Nice. I love that. I love that. So so he was a little off on that, but the fact that that you know th- they go in afterwards when they're when this when the prey is is had been already started to maybe be ripped apart and is laying there, and then they go in and just ravage it to the point where they've eaten so much they can't even move. Oh, and we're not even talking about donuts here. <laughs> right. I love that part of it. All right, there you go. So, yeah, <laughs> it's um. So back to the Raiders. So yeah, what an incredible performance by Max, and the defense is performing at an absolutely top-notch level. And I'm going to throw some stats to you here. We got one more audio comment to get to, but I'm going to run through some. There's some incredible numbers that are coming out of this thing and, and coming your way for, the, for the, what this Raider team is accomplishing already this early stages of the, of the season. Look, I know better, being a Raider fan and so right, do right, you, Raider right. Nation, to get too fired up about where we're at today. But I got to say, man, 3-0 feels really good. And, the, and look, you can't, you can't perform at the level that the Raiders have been performing at, putting up the numbers in which they're putting up, and then not have this lead to something great. I mean – it's got to. It's it's too much momentum. It's too hot of a start. And when you when you hear what numbers and you get those within context of the rest of the league, it's pretty freaking impressive. Okay, I got. I take a little bit of. Uh, I take a little bit of offense to that. Okay, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Last year, the year before, the year before that, the year before that. Let's keep, keep going back, way back, way back, way back. <clears throat> we would have traded. Any one of those years, we would have traded to be 3-0 and and to have the victories that we've had, Pittsburgh, Miami, who had our number, and the freaking Ravens, to play 14 quarters of ball in 14 days and to come out leading the AFC, being ranked number one. Did you see the rankings? I've got all that, so all the numbers uh, I'm talking about. I'm yeah. Sorry, I, I stole your parade. I peed on okay. your parade again. I'm sorry. But, but it's true. So... 
So I have issues with anybody that's going to have issues with the Raiders because I can't imagine. We're perfect. Nobody has ever batted a thousand in in the majors. We are we are batting a thousand right now. We are we are we are perfect. So we. So what did I do? You say you took umbrage. No, 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 no. I'm not saying. (laughs) (laughs) You just sit over there and be quiet. No, I'm just saying in. In general, we have we have a tendency to go. Oh, it's three and zero. We're waiting for the other shoe to drop because we've dealt with that for the last oh, seventeen right, years. Right, right, you right, with right. me? Yeah, I got but you. But let's now. not now do that. I'm saying let's not do that because because we can't ask for anything more than what we have. What more can we do than can we have a better record than what we have right now? There's nothing. We're not KC. We haven't lost two games. Right, the Broncos have the same record as we did, and they're ranked eighth. You know, yeah. Well, I, I think it comes from you get. You know, look, you get a little once bitten, you, twice shy. That's I what get I'm it. saying. I like, how many times have we gotten but, fired up, but, and then the wheels come off? But I'm not going to dwell on that right now. I'm going to dwell on the sure. fact that we're three and zero, man. Ab- absolutely, absolutely. But I think that it's that's the only reason that you get that from Raider fans is that we've been kind of, we've been dinged by this before, you know, whether you go, man, sometimes it's not even per se the team's fault. Sometimes it's, Rich Gannon has oh. fat ass Terry Sir- Tony oh. Saragusa fall on him. Yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. it's Jason Campbell breaks his collarbone. Sure, sometimes sure, it's Derek sure. Carr breaks his ankle, or sometimes it's Hugh Jackson and the Raiders can't win a game to close out the season and it went with four tries and we missed the playoffs. Like oh. that's what I'm saying oh. is that like those types of things have just happened to us so many times that it's like. Yes, I, I'm absolutely excited about this, and you're right. Everybody should be. I think that any time that you hear any of that reservation, it's not like a hater thing or a negative thing or like, you know, sad sacking, like you're thinking like, oh, we'll see. It's right. not like that. No, no, no. It's just like, okay, like it's great now. And but, what, I, that, but, but, but I'm, I, I'm telling myself it's not going to be great just in case we lose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Matt Marinovich, yeah. uh, Mar- Marinovich, excuse me, said three and zero against ten plus win teams at last uh, of last year, best ever. Best ever. Yeah. Come on, as of right now, that's I love this team. There is nothing more I could have asked for from my team than to be three and zero. Perfect. Absolutely. Very well put, Mosh. Very well put. All right, let's get to one more. Uh, you got that last one there to set up there. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of of. 800-plus yards in the first two games. D.C., D.C., this is his post-game interview, and he says some really poignant things. I, I The more I hear of this, I've always been a, a car, you know, he's my quarterback, quarterback, you know, and when he quits being my quarterback, he'll be, oh, yeah, that's that other guy that was my quarterback, you know, and then I'll be like, car for the Hall of Fame, but right now, <laughs> right now, I just wanted to be the MVP. And Well, Derek, you know, simply oops, put, sorry. what was the – Go ahead. I no, I'm just you saying, there. you know. If I had unmarried daughters, I'd send him his way. But anyway, <laughs> here we go. DC. Well, Derek, simply put, what was required <laughs> to win this game and manage all the roller coasters that occurred? Well, we knew what kind of team they were. You know, they were coming off a hard loss, um, but we knew what kind of team they were. Everybody has a game where it's not perfect, uh, but we knew what to expect, and it was a dogfight to the end. Uh, they, they, were, they had some good things early. Uh, we were able to get our rhythm again and make some plays. We still haven't played our best football. And I think that's a frustrating thing and an exciting thing. 
When people are describing you this season, again, just through three games, the words that come up are command, confidence, playing like an MVP. Son-in-law. How do those things factor in your ability to, again, manage a game where at times it looked like you guys were down and out? You know, Evan, I've, I've been through this before when I snapped my ankle. The fans chant MVP and all that kind of stuff. All the self-glory, that stuff is fleeting. I've already been through that. God took me to a place that all I want to do is glorify him. And wherever he's going, that's where I want to go. And so if it's a win, awesome. If it's not, I'm still going to glorify him. How confident do you think this team is, though? Again, early, yeah. but winning the way you've had to win through these first three weeks. It just shows we got a close group. You know, we can, we can finish games. And whether it's overtime or, uh, you know, we got to make a play late. We've, that's the NFL, though. You know, and we got 17 of them now. Uh, you know, to do this and uh, get ready for the next one. Like I told you, it's a fight to grind to get ready for the next one. You guys not, just not leaving this shiny new home you have here? You just want to play as much football as possible? I love this comment. That's how me and Gruden are, man. We just, uh, we always talk about, man, uh, do we have to leave? You know, we got so many plays. We have so many things we want to do. Uh, you know, you're like, can we play a doubleheader? You know, uh, I don't know if our bodies <laughs> would be able to hold up. But our minds are sure willing. But I'm just thankful, Evan. I, uh, this crowd, the city, they've really taken us in. It's been awesome. I'm glad we're off to a good start but they don't hand anything out after three weeks. Congrats on the win, Derek. Thank you. So you and I have, you and I have gone through some, some stuff in our, in our lives where, um, like a lot of my friends um, have said, you know, hey, I'm going to quit drinking, you know, and so, or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go on a diet or I'm going to do this. I'm going to make a change. And you don't just, you know, that's, that's why I never do, that's why I never do New Year's resolutions. Because you, you can't you can't set that up to set yourself up for failure. But what you have to do, Raider Nation, is you it's like somebody that's ever been to an AA meeting, okay, or ever been through a twelve step program. You don't say to yourself, "Well, I see me quitting drinking forever." You say, "I'm not going to have a drink today." You know, uh, I see me losing 150 pounds and keeping it off because I have done it, um, and keeping it off for the rest of my life. No, you say, "I'm going to be healthy today." So we say we're three and zero today, and we're three and zero tomorrow, and we're three and zero Saturday, and through the fourth weekend of the NFL season, we're three and zero. We are undefeated through week number four because our game is Monday night. Okay, absolutely. So that's how I'm going to look at it, and then. You know, if we if something weird happens and our record changes, okay, I fell off the wagon, but I'm gonna be right back on it the next day. <laughs> right on. You know, because recidivism is a thing. You know, you can still you can still do all so, that good stuff. It's like it, when we have when when we finally get a loss, if we get a loss, it'll be like a cheat day for the season. Okay, tell me about Derek Carr's comments. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just I'm just saying that because th- that's what Carr made me think of when Carr said Carr's talking about his his spiritual journey and and how he, he's what he what motivates him and he's given the glory and, and he's going he's going all at it and he's everything and and if he loses he's still going to keep doing that so he's got a game plan he's like this is what I'm going to do I want to play every day I want to play double headers I don't want to leave this place we got such a good thing going and if and if they fall if they slip up if they lose a game they're going to come right back the next day that's what I got out of that there we go that's there what he was go. saying and that's it reminded me of the whole 
journey One that, day people, at a time. Yeah. that people go through in their daily lives. And we as fans have gone through, those of us that are older, uh, even the young ones like you, have gone through the last 20 years, you know, one day at a time. We're going to get this. And that's how our quarterback's looking at it. That's how Gruden's looking at it. That's how everybody's looking at it. That's awesome, you know. Man. You know, and I, I, what I really, I, well, I don't dig the idea of a double header because <laughs> you hear, this is a single header voice. A double header voice would absolutely be a disaster. But yeah, but that whole spirit behind that man about you know just that grind, you know, and, and look, Derek is really truly proving to be the leader of the of the football team, and uh, and his performance. Now I'm going to get into some of these numbers. Now his performance has been absolutely spectacular. Okay, so. The first number I'm going to give you, though, is not a direct Raider-related uh, number, but this was an interesting thing that happened. So Sonny and I are in a cab. Right. And our cab driver's a big sports gambler. Go figure. And, he, <laughs> and he's telling us a story about how the Raiders' point spread was four, and then after 90% of the money came in, the line went down to three and a half. And what Ooh. that told him was that the people that set the lines weren't very confident in the Raiders' ability to close out the game. Our takeaway from that was, was that those folks that set those lines are really, really freaking smart. But our, my heart overrode my brain because I'm not going to bet against the Raiders ever. Ever. But I wanted to go make a bet. So I went and I made this bet. So I bet on the Raiders. I just threw 100 bucks on it. And I bet on the Raiders. To win. Okay, so I got the Raiders with four points. So don't you know, when that freaking game went into overtime, <laughs> and Miami scored that touchdown, Sonny's looking at me and he's going, see, see, that dude is right. And this guy was funny when we were talking to him. Like, he's banging the freaking, like, his center console in his car, talking, he's all fired up about how the freaking Raiders weren't going to cover the spread. And we're like, well, ultimately, I don't care if they don't cover the spread. I just wanted to win a football game. Yeah. But sure yeah. enough, what was it? The point, point spread was four, dropped to three and a half. Raiders won by three. So 90% of the money that came into Vegas that came from Raider fans and was bet on the Raiders, Raiders still won, but they freaking lost the bet. And so don't you know, that's why they got all the pretty lights in Vegas. But um, anyways, all right, so here's some. So them. they got your C-note? Yeah, they got my damn C-note. <laughs> I ever, hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. And, and they got everybody else's C-note, too. And I'm You know sure what? what? If I had asked you, Murph, you and Sonny are going to a game. I know how much you're going to spend on the crap table. Would you throw 100 bucks to see the Raiders win? Uh, you would not even hesitate. Not I even. know you. Yeah. You're going to be like, do you want it in 20s or do you yeah, want just yeah, one yeah, bill? Exactly. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, was, I was glad to bet it and glad to lose, man. Um, all right. So here, these are fun. All right. So here's some post-game. Oh, wait a minute. Um, before we jump into that, Tyrone Graves, thank you so oh. much for that $5 donation. Yeah, I got it right here. We got got it? I'm keeping a running total. Yeah, I appreciate you so much, Tyrone. So what's he say, Mosh? Tyrone, okay, so let me let me scroll back up. Tyrone, Tyrone says... The closing of the intro is resonating in my soul. I think, I think this, this team can win. Absolutely. Come on, Tyrone. Famous Al Davis quote there, man. Absolutely. Thank you, Tyrone Grace, for that donation. 100% of that money will go to the Blitnikoff Foundation through our foundation. Appreciate you. All right, so here's some numbers post-game. So Derek Carr is tied with Kyler Murray for most completions on passes, 20-plus yards downfield with 12. Carr never had more than five through three games before this year and six in all of 2019. Okay? So David, or David, 
Derek Carr is absolutely balling out, doing everything we, we wanted him to do, plus more. I mean, I think it's down to him and, and Matt Stafford in terms of MVP talk, at least at this young point of the season. I mentioned Peyton Barber earlier, 142 yards from scrimmage. Josh Jacobs has had that many in a game just one time. He ran for 143 against the Bears in 2019. So Peyton Barber getting it done. Uh, this is the fourth time since 1991 the, Ra- the Raiders have rallied from 14 points down to win twice in the same season. They also did that in 2016, go figure. Uh, they also did it in 99 and 93. Raiders won yesterday. When I say yesterday, you know what I'm talking about. Raiders won Sunday without a takeaway. They are 9-31 and 31 since 2014 when they don't get a takeaway, but have won the last two the uh, 2020 finale versus the Broncos, and then also this game versus the Dolphins. Doesn't this tell you that it, even though we're not getting the takeaways, the defense is changing field position for the team? Yep. Derek Carr is getting a much shorter field to work with to get the team into scoring position, and that's something that we've been saying forever. Like, give him a good defense and look at what will happen, and, and you're going to hear even more of that as we go. And I think one of the things about our defense is our defense isn't the same defense that it is for four quarters. Every time you can see Gus Bradley's hand on this defense, he's adjusting. He's here's a word for you coaching. Yes, he's making changes, he's making adjustments. He's got these guys ready to go. He's not overcomplicating the game, he's simplifying the game. But he's saying, Here's your adjustments, here's your reads. This is where you need to be, and it's and it's showing. Absolutely. Great point, Mosh. So Raider Critique is laughing at me in the chat room because I said, David, look, I'm playing injured, man. Have some grace <laughs> on me tonight, okay? And four days in Vegas. <laughs> and then went going to a Raider game. I'm Again, I'm, uh, I'm still in recovery mode. I'm 48 years old. Take it easy on me. We talked about recovery earlier. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can't, you run hard in Vegas for that long at this age, and it takes a minute to, to freaking get it back. Uh, so the Raiders, okay, let me give you another one. Raiders have four players with 200-plus yards receiving. That's Ruggs, Waller, Edwards, and Renfro. No one else in the NFL has more than two. And it gets even better than that. The Raiders are the first team in NFL history to have four players reach 200 yards receiving in the first three games of a season. We are okay. lighting it up, And, and Why? Because you have a quarterback who's over 1,200 yards in those same three games. Unbelievable. Somebody threw the stat up there earlier. I can't remember where it was. They said how many yards he had, he had, uh, that Derek had in, oh, I can't, I, I can't scroll back that okay. far. Uh, but it was it, unbelievable. And I'm like, are you kidding me? That's phenomenal. It's crazy. It's crazy the numbers that are getting put up. So here's some more for you. So here's where Henry Ruggs uh, III and Brian Edwards rank among 2020 draft pick wide receivers in yards in 2021, okay? So in 2020, Ruggs was 11th in yards, and Edwards was 21st. In 2021, Ruggs is 3rd in yards, and Edwards is 6th. Mosh, on what shows were people uh, imploring Raider Nation to be patient uh-huh. and not get too freaked out? Uh-huh. Uh, that that the young man's first-year performance was not going to be an indicator of his mm-hmm. career because wide receivers, it takes usually two or three years for them to finally in, to develop and that Ruggs was drafted as a project to begin with. So we needed to have more patience with him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to be Justin Jefferson or C.D. Lamb or, or these other guys that came in that he's being compared to. Who told you 
Just pump yeah. the damn brakes and be patient. And now look, he's third in yards out of everybody yeah. in that draft class. Yeah. Uh, that would yeah. be a rant if I wasn't playing injured. Once again, it's getting coached up. It's getting prepared. It's looking Absolutely. at the long haul. It's going, this is our program. This is where you fit in. This is what you're going to have to do. It's almost like they said, you got to pay your dues, bro. Yes. You know? Yes. You're going you're gonna to get the ball. All of them. They're going to get. Obviously, if we've got four of them over 200 yards, it's not the whole season ain't going to Waller. No, you know? that's the thing that's crazy, man, is that, look, and you can clearly see the double teams going on. You can clearly see those things happening on the field. So where we sat, we had a really nice view of everything. You could see the plays and the route concepts unfold and everything. It was fascinating. And, and, and speaking of that, actually, on that pick six that, that, uh, that, that got taken to the house. Right, right. Everyone flipped, of course, in the crowd, the boo, some of the boo birds came out, and I get it. No one likes to watch a pick six. Um, but that was all on Foster Moreau. 100%. You could see where he had a choice route, and you could see where Derek wanted him to sit down in the zone. Right. And he kept on going, and Derek put the ball out there. And, and I know it's funny, again, from where because where we were, you could really get a good view of everything. When they got back to the bench, Moreau went and sat over all by himself on the very end of the bench. It was one you could, you knew it was 100% on him because you could just see it in his body language. He owned it. And me and Sonny are sitting there and Sonny's going, "Somebody go over there and freaking dab him up, man. Right, like, right, somebody right. go lift him up." Well, immediately because it was a pick six, Foster had to go out on special teams. And so when he went out there and got in the special teams huddle, uh, Derek went out and freaking like hollered something at him and you could see and they they he turned around and Derek was like giving him like, you know, like giving him a point and a fist and whatever, like, let's go, man. Like, don't let nice. that, that play nice. define you. Nice. So Derek definitely built him back up. But, like, that was 100% on, on Foster Moreau on that one. Okamash, tell, tell us about that super chat there. Okay, so Storm just threw in 10 bucks and he says, seeing Carr doing that stuff that people were clamoring for is so nice to see. He's changed a lot, even from last year, where they double-teamed his short routes. LOL. <laughs> so, that's, that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was when you pretty, double team his well, short routes. Double team his little screens. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, He's going to check down. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, That was pretty funny. Um, all right, so going to the defensive side of the ball. So uh, Mosh mentioned the Gus Bradley effect. This is incredible. The jump in this defense has been absolutely unprecedented, at least in my brain. I can't remember a bigger defensive jump for our team from being so bad one year to being so much more improved that next and uh, so the Raiders are the only team uh, in the NFL with two cornerbacks that have top five coverage grades. Now, you know how much I love pro football focus right, grades. Right. But still, point being, Casey Hayward has an 85, which is third in the league. And Nate Hobbs, Nate freaking Hobbs, is fifth in all of the NFL. And who's, who was the 75? Favorite player was he? That is your favorite player. I think Look, he was. Hobbs, that <laughs> that young man might prove to be one of the biggest steals of this draft, man. That is absolutely incredible. Um, so post game, so back to the kind of the betting side of things. Post game, the Raiders' odds to win the Super Bowl have gone from eighty to one to thirty three to one after this victory. The odds to win the AFC West have gone from fourteen to one to nineteen to four. Derek Card's MVP odds, 75 to 1 to 25 to 1. Woo! Max Crosby, Defensive Player of the Year, wasn't even on the betting board, is now 50 to 1 
to win the defensive player no of the year. No way. Really? And John Gruden, coach of the year, went from 50 to 1 to 12 to 1. Wow. Unbelievable, man. So this shows you, again, all those odds makers are so incredibly smart in Vegas, and they, uh, they are taking note of what the Raiders are doing. Mosh, what else we got there with that super chat? So Daniel Mangus, so from the Mangai, the Mangai. they said $10 from each Mangai, which is actually just one, and it's 20 bucks. <laughs> and, they, and they say, go, and I'll do it because you don't have any voice. Yes, please. Raiders! Love it, man. Love it. Thank you, Daniel, Math- uh, Daniel Mangus. We appreciate you. <laughs> And the other 10 from your brother, And so Matthew. for those of you that are first-time listeners or maybe you're watching on the, on the YouTube and you're not quite sure exactly what's going on, uh, we run, we, we, we in conjunction with our good buddy Raider Cody, we have a nonprofit that we have uh, put together and we donate to Raider Charities and everything that gets brought in to us, we donate. We've donated to the uh, Kenny Stabler XOXO Foundation. We've done, uh, right now we, we raised over $4,000 that we're going to to deliver later on in October to the uh, Fred Bolitnikoff Foundation that he started in memory of his daughter. Uh, we have helped uh, Kenny King's mom with uh, some some medical expenses that she had when, with her with her battle for cancer. We've helped a ton of people. We have a ton more people that we're going to help, and everything that's brought in on our on our nights when we do the the uh, the broadcast and the super chat gets populated with money doing that or we or we do a raffle or we do a whatever we're doing selling whatever we're selling that money all goes into our foundation we didn't get into this business we both have real jobs yes i am retired but i do have a new job and you know we're just we're having fun out here uh daniel mangus threw in another five bucks saying dc for mvp mad max for defensive mvp nice you know we're not raffling anything off we're just we're just having some fun and we're donating some money and we're people are throwing money in there this is not this is not a plug to get you to to chip in but i am gonna tell you hit the like button we are 107 watchers right now awesome man and we, we went over 100 and uh let's get let's get some more likes on there because i'm gonna hit the dislike here in a second awesome we appreciate you so very much raider nation <laughs> kindness and just generosity is 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 not lost at all and we thank you so very very much all right i'll give you two more here i'll give you some team stats uh before we hit a break and then we're gonna hear from you because more of you and less of us is a good thing, uh, and so uh, we're going to hear in our sea of fa- hear from you in our sea of fans mailbag. Uh, but before we get to that, Mosh, right now, come the on, Raiders twenty twenty one offense, come on, fourteen hundred yards, Woo. that is first in the NFL, two hundred twenty five plays, that is first in the NFL, seventy six first downs, that is second in the NFL. Score on 48.6% of their drives. That is sixth in the NFL. 90 points scored. That is sixth in the NFL. Come on. 37.7 yards per drive. That is seventh in the NFL. And they convert 46.5% of of their third downs. That is eighth in the NFL. All of those numbers, without the defense getting a multitude of takeaways, this is legit, man. This offense is absolutely on Fire now that go to to go to the defensive side of the ball. The Raiders twenty twenty one defense, the the defense that all we've been saying all off season, just give us a middle of the pack, just get us out of that bottom third, just get us up there a little bit, and watch how much improved this team can be. Well, this twenty twenty one defense total yards per game three hundred fifty five. That's fourteenth. Passing yards per game two hundred thirty five. That's thirteenth. 
Rushing yards per game, 120 a game. That's 22nd. A little bit of room for improvement there, but again, that's much better than 32nd. And points per game, 15th, with allowing only 24 points a game. So this is the middle of the pack defense. This is exactly what we were looking for. And uh, look it, and it's led to the Raiders being 3-0, being undefeated. And Uncle Mosh, I have every uh, confidence in the world that that defense is going to be what's going to define us this Monday against the Chargers. Look, this is going to be a home game for us. When you, when you look at the tickets that have been sold, just speculating from, from what we've seen, it's going to be about a 75% Raider crowd in SoFi Stadium. Every Raider fan will tell you they moved the wrong team to Los Angeles. Raider, L.A. is, is Raider Nation. It's, L.A. is a Raider town. Our biggest fan base for our show yes. on the YouTube and our podcast comes from, from Southern California. Comes from Southern California. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's going to be set up for the Raiders. There's not going to be a home field advantage that's going to be working against them. Of course, we've been taking over Charger stadiums forever. That's not anything new. But to do it and to do it in Los Angeles, um, that defensive performance, it's going to be loud when the Chargers are on offense. And I'm a firm believer that the Chargers are continually year in, year out, the most overhyped team in the NFL. They're always picked to do way better than they ever do. Phillip Rivers was always overhyped as a way better quarterback than he ever was. And now I think that's just transferred over to Justin Herbert. He's a fine quarterback. I'm not saying, and so was Phillip. Phillip was a fine quarterback, but Justin Herbert is not that great. I'm sorry. Like, he's okay. Okay. Like, so he's not, he's not all that, but he has a multitude of players around him. That as an ensemble True. can do well, and I and, and you know we we've said that about a lot of we said that about a lot of college teams that are that are are wonderful and and they do great and they're like well how come more of those guys didn't get drafted into the NFL well individually they may not be the, that great of pieces but as a collective whole the Chargers aren't going to be toyed with the Chargers are are a, and I'm they not beat a Charger Kansas City. hey. Uh, you know they have the number that the the Kansas City mystique and uh, sorry about that Casey Hefe but the Kansas City mystique has been that bubble has been popped you know what i'm saying people are now figuring out how to defend that and it goes back to us beating them a year ago when we did that and we, and we were able to stop the the frog you know yeah. and and so but the chargers proved that they could do it they schemed for them they knew what to expect, and we can't take them lightly. Yes, we're going to have a home field advantage, but the Chargers are going to play us tough. What better thing would it be than to go into your hometown stadium where you're an underdog and knock off the undefeated Raiders, probably, arguably, your most hated team because it's what's going to draw the fans in there to boo you in your hometown. They're gunning for us, buddy. They are ready. I agree. And, and, you know, great points, Mosh. And, you know, Herbert says, or excuse me, Storm in the chat says, Herbert's a good QB, (laughs) Murph. Um, what you on about him for? Uh, you see some of his throws. He's really young right now, but he just beat Casey in Arrowhead. Yeah, and congratulations to him. And like again, he's fine. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure, saying that he's. Sure, a, he's he is. A, I'm not telling you he's a bad quarterback. I'm not telling you. But I will tell you this: that Kansas City defense right now is junk. 
So like, it's not like he went in there and beat the 85 bears or something. So like, right, you know what right. I'm saying? So like, like, let's just pump the brakes on it. Like I think here's what it is. Here's what, here's, I'll tell you what it, I, I get a little wound up when the media promotes a player before that player has done anything. And when they, like, they used to tell us about Philip Rivers. Oh, Philip's going to do this. He's going to do that. Exactly. And then he never did anything. He never did shit in the postseason. Like, you could tell me all day long how great someone is going to be, but until I see it with my eyeballs and you do it, like, I'm sorry. And to this, to date, yes, Justin Herbert beat Kansas City in Kansas City. I'm not trying to take that away from him. But look, at, let's not act like he's some freaking, like, Superstar, yet. yeah, he's not. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. I, and that's with any player in media. Sure, like, or, sure, you know what I mean when sure. it comes to the media. Like, don't over. If if you're trying to sell me that hard on someone, then like, why? Why are you trying to sell, like let it unfold? Like, right. they didn't sell Joe Burrow like that. No one's no one's preaching. Oh, Joe Burrow's going to be the greatest thing. Joe Burrow's going to win the division. Joe Burrow's going to take his team to the playoffs. Joe Burrow. Well, guess who's outplaying who right now? Joe Burrow's outplaying freaking Herbert. So like. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing that, it, well, they, like, you know, okay, here, I'll give you another player. They did it with Baker. They oversold Baker. Now, Baker's finally starting to put some notches right, on his right. belt. But you think about that. When Baker Mayfield came in, Baker's going to do this. Baker's going to do that. Like, they oversold him, and they never did anything. They do with Kyler Murray. They tell you, everybody, they, they, like, media, like, makes him, like, they deify him, and that's what they're doing with Justin Herbert. And I just don't agree with it. I'm sorry. When they win the division, check in with me. But hopefully that never happens. Yeah, we no. smack their ass on Monday night, and then you could tell me how great of a quarterback Come Justin on. Herbert is. Come on. And you're right. You know, it, it, Rooting for rooting for Herbert and rooting for Philip Rivers, rooting for the Chargers. It's like it's like it's like having a girlfriend that's a Chargers fan. <laughs> you know she's never gonna want a ring. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. All right, Uncle Mosh, go ahead. Shout out hey, those Q Dog, yes, Q Dog with five hundred one and Swaggy J coming in there with a ten dollar donation. And please read their comments. Uh, I'm trying to scroll up okay. right there. I'm trying to do two things at once. All right, so uh, it's a it's a chief dumb. Not an effing kingdom in KC. The LA Superchargers must go down on Monday. Let's go. And that's coming from the Capo. And then Swaggy J says, A Bear, Ernie and Bert, Rainbow Sherbert, doesn't matter. Raiders by 10. Nice. Nice job, Swaggy J. We appreciate you. Appreciate Aaron the Q Dog Raider. All right. So uh, let's jump into the Sea of Fans mailbag and uh, hear from the best community there is in all of Raider Nation. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's your button. Push the damn button. I thought there. I was supposed to go to a commercial right there, but because I wanted to play this. Hey, Raider oh, Nation. Okay. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He's thrown. It is. Uh, we appreciate you, Raider Nation. Uh, you can contact this show a multitude of ways. You can send us an email at uh, show at RaidersFanRadio.com. That incredibly inventive email address is show, <laughs> S-H-O-W, at Raiders. 
fan at radio.com. And if we read your email in a definite amount of times, you could become a made man or a made woman, or you can uh, uh, call us at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. And, uh, you, got, you got real froggy there at the end. And if you do that three times, then you can become a, a made man or a made woman. If you leave, a, leave us a message, we appreciate you very much for those of you that contact us. And also you can jump in the live chat uh, uh, every night at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern uh, at YouTube.com slash you, you, YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio and check in with us live and all the amazing folks that are in there like our good buddy Aaron the Q-Dog Raider who threw in another four ninety nine in there and says rant, Murph, rant. I think that was about the, the, uh, the extent of my rants for tonight on that Justin Herbert. Um, uh, Big Easy is in there, Matt Marinovich, Raider Critique, Darth Vader Raider, Big Bass Raider, Freddie Chavez, uh, let's see who else we got there. Ronnie Materator, of course. Uh, Dirty Thirty is in there. We appreciate uh, Michelle Sweats in there. Big Silver and Black. Appreciate everybody. Uh, uh, thank you all so very, very much for joining us live. And uh, let's go ahead and jump into the emails. And Uncle Mosh, who do we have tonight? Uh, you know, I got a really nice email that that came in late, and I want to I want to plug it in here. It wasn't okay. even on our list. Okay. How do you, Uncle Murph? Uncle Murph. Howdy, Murph. Uncle the, Mosh. And, <laughs> neither one of us have gotten our names right yet. We tonight. have messed up so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so this one says, Howdy, Murph. Uncle Mosh. And Hefe from Tennessee. He's talking about you, yeah, Jeff. Oh, nice. uh, I like that. It's my 20th wedding anniversary today, and the Raiders are 3-0. and What could be better, right? I want to apologize for missing the last few shows live, and congratulations to Michelle Sweat for winning the signed mini helmet last week. Touche. Since my last email before the season, everyone at home has made it through the COVID relatively unscathed. Unfortunately, a friend of ours was not so lucky, and she passed after being on a ventilator for three weeks. Oh, man. Her last words were from my wife and I to look after her two young boys, seven and eight years old. So instead of looking to be empty, empty nesters in, the la- in less than a year... We have another decade added to our sentence of parenthood. All joking aside, it's an honor to take them in, and it's all part of God's plan for them and for us. So if you are so inclined to pray, please keep those boys in your prayers. Thank you, nation. Now, on to our undefeated Raiders. I said that this team would surprise even the most pessimistic fan, and they have delivered. It hasn't been pretty, but this team has not given up. They have played until the final whistle each and every week. There are those who are still complaining how we should have done this and that and blah, blah, blah. But the fact remains, we are undefeated. In first place in the West, one of five, only five undefeated teams left in the league. And most importantly... The Queefs are the cellar dwellers. (laughs) It should be an epic game come Monday night. There is still a lot of season left. So we should all just chill, relax, temper our expectations, and... Out of hell with that! Raiders, baby! 3-0! Undefeated! We are going 17-0! We are going to win the Super Bowl! Raiders! 
go. Go Big Bass Raider, 2021 Summer of Swag Award winner and future made man. Oh, that is beautiful. Good job, Big Bass Raider. Nice and job. And definitely Uncle prayers up for your for your new kids, man. Please, right on. Yes, that yes. is so awesome. Absolutely. You're getting them at the best ages, too. Yeah, well, you yeah, and yeah. I had more fun with your sons. In that seven and eight range, coaching baseball. Oh my and all that. gosh, yeah, man, that was, that was the bomb, and they didn't even start stinking like middle schoolers yet. <laughs> Hello, Raider family. Raider chemist here with another email celebrating another. I just talked to my cardiologist, and he told me that this team would kill me. So I told him that as long as they keep winning, I'd be happy to die. I'd be happy to die a happy man. Anyway, we are all here to celebrate our team being five and zero oh so far. You read that right. We are five wins in since we basically beat the Pigeons twice. We beat the yeah, Squealers yeah, in their yeah, own yeah. home turf. And to win this week, we had to beat ourselves first, then the Tunas. <laughs> <laughs> so my by my count, we are five wins this season. Sounds like Caliendo. Caliendo, yeah. yeah. Win, win, <laughs> win, win. I'll keep it short this week and just point out how some people are starting to change their tune on the Raiders. Even Colin Coward admitted on live air that he was wrong. We are sitting at the top of the division, but by some weird circumstances, we're not alone. The donkeys are there with us by beating the worst three teams in the NFL. I'm not too worried. They'll get exposed this week, probably when they play their first real team. The Chargers are expecting us in our second home in Inglewood on Monday night. That will be another heart attack game since the Raiders seem to play with their fans' hearts for sport. But I fully expect to win and at least 80% Raiders fans in the stadium. And the bottom dwellers in the division seem to have been figured out. They look like the Raiders of the last few years with a good offense and a horrid defense. Even Andy Reid couldn't contain his surprise from the realization and stress he ate one too many Big Macs. And then he puts in quotes, in all serious, I hope he is okay. We don't wish harm on anyone. Absolutely not. Okay, there's that one guy. But anyway, no. but I said it once, and I'll and say it again. he's in our family. And he is in our family. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can pick your friends and you can pick your nose, but you can't you pick your family. your family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I said it once, and I'll say it again. Casey sucks! Nice. That's all I have for you guys. But I would like to address one last thing. <sighs> I'd like to refer Murph to Raiders Fan Radio Live of episode 214, hour 1, minute 48, where I finally became a made man after many, many years of listening. Heck, I've been listening since the Sunny and Murph times. Wow. But anyways, who am I to refuse the honor of being a made man twice? Anyway, I hope you guys had a good trip and we can get the next week with another Raider win. Sincerely, Raider Chemist. He is never going to let you forget that. <laughs> well, look. Well, you know what's funny is that I, there, was a, there was a handful of times there where we would make somebody and then I would, I would forget to put it on the spreadsheet where I have all the names of people listed. And so I would forget. And so then I would, then yeah, people be like, hey, Murph, you're, you're, I'm already made man. I'd be like, no, you're not. Well, they, well, there you have another case of that. So, anyways, well, hey, be made twice. Hey, you, you know, the, and, and you're on the list now, and, and you're in good hands, chemist, because my own son-in-law 
has been eligible to be made for about four years, and we keep forgetting to put, him, to on. put him on there. It's, yeah. it's become part of our well, lore now. Well, you know, we're going to hear from Greg tonight, so let's not forget to do that. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Good evening. Yeah, it's already gone. Good evening, Murph, Mosh, Swaggy, and the Nation. Guess what? We're the best team in the AFC. Nah, 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 Let's nah. go. And this year, our record reflects it so far. Sure, you could pick apart certain plays, players, and coaches' decisions, but why? Why do that? We're 3-0. and Enjoy the sunshine, Raider Nation. It's good to be king of the hill. Just win, baby! Let's go. The donkeys don't even count. They haven't played anyone yet. To all the Gruden doubters and car haters out there, you know who you are. Please go take your wife a glass of ice water. It's really hot outside, and she's having a hard time starting your borrowed lawnmower. (laughs) (laughs) In other NFL news this week, old cheater Belichick wants to crawl in a hole and die before Sunday night. And it looks like Andy, who's fat? Reed has recovered from eating three dozen stadium chili dogs at halftime during Sunday's loss. You're killing Andy Reed tonight. Or or the the chili dogs are. Uh, Hang on. Let me pay the (laughs) let me pay the pest control guy. There's a frog in my basement. I'm back. Enjoy the mountaintop nation. Let's get this win at home this Monday night. Four and zero pirate 1975. Nice. Let's go pirate 1975. We appreciate you. Uh-huh. Oh, hey, so speaking of Big Bass Raider, he's in the chat, threw in 20 bucks. He says, thanks to all. Here's to helping others. Raider Nation, one nation. Absolutely. Come on. Absolutely, brother. You know, we we all say this is uh, this is family, La Familia, and that ain't no joke, man. Uh, Raider Nation comes together to help their own. And, and um, you know, condolences to you all for, for, your, for your loss. But, uh, man, but much, much respect from us here at Raiders Fan Radio for your willingness to take in those two young boys. Okay, here we go. All right, Mosh, here we go. Greetings next. and salutations, fine ladies and gentlemen of the Silver and Black Raider Nation. One at home and on the road. We're sitting at three and oh, winning streak is my latest inspiration. We grit and we grind. Regulation or overtime. Handling business is what we do. Making rivals feel our wrath. That goes for all in our path. Beating the Bears starts a home win streak, too. Media jerks will give attention to us just so they can mention all our faults. They want to try to yuck our yum. (laughs) Nice. I love that term. Backhanded compliments of envy. Comments sound like Arden Key's point of view. The Dolphins almost won. Screaming till our voice is gone. Throwing objects, flipping tables. Right before our game comes on, they need to put up warning labels. May cause dizziness and stomach aches and even hypertension. Prone to violent acts of rage, punching, biting, choking, kitchen, kicking, appendages start shaking. Then comes shortness of breath. And for those who are weak at the heart, it may even cause death. Allegiant Stadium is where we roost. Excitement on an adrenaline boost. Experience an overpowering sensation. Take the plunge and dive into a sea of souls that flows just like you. Ain't nothing better than when you're Bonding with the nation. Hear those tell of glory stories deep in hostile territory as visitors still staring down our foes. Well, hellfire in our eyes and our sword still our sword still held high. 
Battle of the Bastards looking like Jon Snow. Overcrowded by the thousands, fighting, completely surrounded. If they cut as you know, black is where we'll bleed. Shoulder to shoulder, fellow brethren, we'll fight down to the very end. If one shouts out, we all, we got the best replies. We all, we need Raider Roan deuces. Oh my gosh! Nice job, man. Hit he's the, hit the applause for him. Absolutely, I got only two hands over here. Who's doing nothing? Sitting over there, sucking on a cough drop. Well, hand me your gummy like I got it. <laughs> That's fantastic. That was that was Tyrone Grave. Yeah, yes? man. Oh man, awesome job, Tyrone. I love it. I love it. anytime you can work in a Game of Thrones reference, man. I'm all about it, dude. That was awesome. You'll explain to me later. Hello, <laughs> RFR family. <laughs> It's Charger week in a big, a big divisional game. The Chargers are no joke, and I expect a dogfight on Monday night. Here are three things that need to happen to move to 4-0. Number one, defense needs to be clicking. The defense gave up some big plays last week against Miami, but I credit that to the offense fizzling out in the fourth quarter. I don't know that I agree with that. Number two, offense needs to come to play. The offense really struggled against Miami after the 25 unanswered. They got no points until overtime. Carr and the offense needs to get on the same page. Mainly the offensive line needs to protect Carr, and Jay needs to stop snapping it over Carr's head. Yeah. Number three, yeah, that's that's true. Right? Uh-huh. Of course, you and I, were we were major Hudson fans. Oh, I mean, that hurt I us. That-, I, that actually hurt me more than Mack leaving. Oh, you know what? You know, yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and, I, and I knew that Mac was great, and I knew that he was Carr's best friend. But I loved Hudson, man. I, I was yeah. close to almost a Hudson jersey. Well, you and, know? You know, and, and, and Mac left because money reasons, and I know that ultimately Hudson did too, but the volume of money when Mac left, like it was like, well, okay, yeah, that, well, that makes sense. But, yeah, I'm with you. It's almost like when you look back, and especially with the amount of money the Raiders have been able to, to generate, like, right, but their salary cap moves like that. We might not have had to have made that move. I, we were we used to talk about like hopefully Rodney Hudson is like ends his career with the team. Like, well, we 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 said you know he was he was the the next incarnate Otto. You yes. know, at that spot, you know, gonna gonna play his whole career and and you know uh, Hall of Fame caliber and you know so that one that one hurt me a little bit, but you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm we with you. On. I'm with you. I'm with you. And number three, I'm sorry. Sorry, Matthew. Let me get back to your email. Just win, baby. The Raiders were built on the three words, and John Gruden embraces it. He told the media Sunday he'll never apologize for a win. All this team needs to do is win because that is what Al Davis would want. Stay safe, Raider Nation. Yours truly, Matthew Mangus, proud made man, Gemini man, winner 2020, saltiest loser winner 2021. <laughs> P.S. The Raiders own L.A. Nice. Good job. Good job. Was that Matthew? Yeah. 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 Good job, Matthew Mangus. We appreciate you. Uh, Pirate1975 in the chat with a 999 donation. Thank you so much. He says, Basement City Chiefs. Let's go. And of course, he added, puts in the frog emojis. Um, nice job, Pirate1975. Thank you. 100% of that money goes to the One Nation Foundation. And also, Daniel Mangus in there with a $1.99. He says, This is Kermit the Frog live from the AFC basement. That's awesome, man. I love it. Anytime we can make a good run at Patrick Mahomes, that's a good thing. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. I hope this fi- good evening. I hope this all finds you well. Welcome, one and all, to the entertainment capital of the world. Let me do that again. Okay. 
Welcome, one and all, to the entertainment <laughs> capital of the world, the bright lights, fast living, and never sleeping Las Vegas. Home to the greatest sporting organization on earth. <coughs> you right over there? No. You want me to take over? <laughs> It'll be worse. The mighty Las Vegas Raiders. Copyright old man Willie Brown. The thrills and spills will never stop if you join us on our roller coaster of a season. We'll lift you to the highest highs and drop you to your lowest lows in a matter of minutes on the greatest ride of your life. We can't guarantee you an easy time, but we can guarantee we'll scare the crap out of you along the way. Please be advised that this particular carnival ride doesn't include any freaks, as they're all in Missouri, and the only show pony around runs a second-rate circus of his own in Colorado. I could think of anything to say about the Chargers at this point, because they're so insignificant. So, another Sunday, another win, and another increase in blood pressure meds has required to get me through the night. It was a dreadful first quarter with nerves, miscommunications, high snaps, and people trying too hard early on. We gave them a healthy lead and looked really fragile until Casey Hayward Jr. and his safety turned the momentum in our favor and things started to look a lot brighter. If there's any chance we can stop giving teams a 14-point lead in games, though, fellas, it would be appreciated. Yeah. One thing is for sure right now. Anybody looking up the word resilience in a dictionary will see a Raiders shield alongside the definition. We won't quit and fight for everything. We won't quit and fight for everything, which is really heartwarming. As Elliot Ness said to Al Capone in the Untouchables movie, never stop fighting until the fighting is done. Let's go. On a serious note, I think we'll all see true playoff credentials after we've lost a game. The younger players are being swept along on a tide of adrenaline momentum at the minute, at this minute, which is great, but it will only take you so far. The real mental toughness will be needed when an L arrives. In saying that, the legend that is Marcel Reese was on Raiders game day with Eric Allen and the wonderful Aaron Cascarelli, and he was on the nose when he said, it's always better to learn with teams that lose and who, am I, and who am I to argue with this great man? That, there's something to be said for that. Because, you know, losing shows character, you know? I mean, it's great to be the... the, the why mi- this team has so much character now. Well, it's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's great to be the Miami Dolphins and crack that bottle of champagne every year. But, you know... They ain't anyway. cracking it anytime soon. In saying that, uh, generally speaking, I believe we're being driven along by two people at this minute. Coach Bradley and Derek Carr. Come on. Incidentally, I remember a conversation recently about how many passing yards D.C. could pick up this year, and I believe the number 4,500 was mentioned. Oh, my gosh. Well, he's on 1,200 through three games, so watch this space for more records to fall. The MVP accolades for me were D.C., Peyton Barber, and Hunter Renfro who, on scoring his touchdown, ran the Dolphins' DB in so many directions, he'll surely be out for four weeks with twisted blood. (laughs) (laughs) Standout moments of the game were DC's over-the-shoulder dime pass to Brian Edwards in overtime. What a thing of beauty. And the presentation to Coach Flores at halftime, of course. So the AFC West is shaping up nicely. 
We've climbed to the top of the division with exciting thrill-a-minute showtime football. The Colorado home of the bewildered have matched our record, but only because they've had a very easy schedule. Seriously, Giants, Jags, and Jets? Really? Who's up next for them? The cast of the Golden Girls or Cocoon? (laughs) The Chiefs are exactly where they have always should be, and the Chargers are having their usual Mary Celeste type of season where they drift along aimlessly with nobody around to witness it. Which brings me back to my opening theme of circus. As I saw on Twitter that a Chargers fan is trying to rally the troops for Monday night, pleading with the other 10 of them to turn up so the crowd isn't too one-sided. Good luck with that, sad sack. Yep, big time. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Egerton, Shopshire, Mississippi. Paulie Award winner, 2019. Foggy Glasses Award winner, 2020. BRT Sizzler scorekeeper. Proud made man. Five, five time, time, five time, five, five time, time, plus one, plus one. Winner of the Radio Raider. Red, nah, nah. <laughs> What's our show I called? I can't believe I'm. We are having it. We are We're having, having it tonight. tonight. Yeah. Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Let's go. Nice job. Uh, Paul, hit the Paul. Oh button. yeah, I gotta hit the Paul button. Where is the Paul button? <laughs> Hang on. Okay. Just press the damn button, nerd. I'm trying. <laughs> Paul. 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 We're all over the place. Paul. 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 Paul, all right. Appreciate you, Paul. Appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Appreciate Tyler M. Uh, Tyler M. 11 says he's a new uh, subscriber here. We appreciate you, Tyler, for checking us out. This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Murph, the guy with the screwed up voice because I was yelling <laughs> at the Raiders for like a three and a half hours on Sunday and I've not quite yet recovered. Uh, to my right is the legendary Uncle Mosh. Oh, no, no. My real life uncle. And then uh, usually we have a third man in the booth, uh, my best friend Swag Jeff. Big Bass Raider says my new name is Uncle Mumbles. <laughs> <laughs> Little does he know I made a living with that voice. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But anyways, appreciate you and appreciate everybody else that's in the chat room as well. Hey, there's Gil. He says uh, Fabricator Gil from the IE. Hey, been a while. Much respect to the crew and uh uh and, and let's see, uh Q Dog, Raider Rico, Mojo, Houston Raider Steve, Ron, and the lady Michelle. Uh uh Fabricator Gil, if you missed it, uh definitely showed you some respect at the Come top on, of the show. Gil. And thank you so much for the hospitality you extended to me and cousin Sonny uh, at the tailgate, man. It was top notch, and we appreciate you uh, so very much for that. Uh, also, part 1975, Matthew Mangus, Raider Critique, Paul and Shropshire is in there, Tyrone Graves, uh, Matthew Mangus, Albert Esparza, Lencho is in there, uh, David Chappelle Sr. is in there, Big Bass Raider is in there, Storm is in there, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, uh, All Eyes on G, man, they're, they're loaded up in the chat room tonight. We appreciate you. So those were the emails. If you email us in indefinite amount of times, as I said, uh, you can become a made man or a made woman, or you can call 
909-345-3346. Give us a shout, man. You can call that thing 24-7. Leave us a message, man. We'd love to hear from our callers. Of course, we always get more callers when the season picks up. But call that anytime, man. Tell us what your pregame thoughts are, <laughs> postgame thoughts are. Tell us what, you know, tell us about your game day experience. Like, just share Raider stories with us, man, so we can share them uh, with the rest of Raider Nation. And uh, so uh, we've got a handful of these to get to tonight. But the, the guy that leads the crew, the head of the made men, the head of the made women, and every crew needs a captain. We call him the capo. And he is Aaron the Q-Dog Raider and always kicks off this segment. Greetings, I'm America. Sig Larry Moss, one of our Sonny, our Sergeant at Arms, the Sizzler, Big Raider, Chucker, Mojo from the Universe Peace, Ramon the Mean King, Swag Jeff, Ron the Materator, Nation. You know, I did predict last week that there would be no trap game against the Finns, and uh, we owed them for knocking us out of the 2020 playoff picture, and narrowly I was right. Now, at 3-0, and the Raiders have creeped up to number six in the NFL power rankings. Tell us how our ass tastes. The Kansas City Chiefs surprisingly fell to one and two, um, going against the L.A. Superchargers, but generated headlines soon after the result because their coach, Andy Reid, was transported to a local hospital for feeling ill. Now, there are rumors that there was a ribectomy or there might have been some peak of the guy that got lodged in his esophagus, but who cares? You know, Reid was released from the hospital Monday and was, uh, according to NFL Network's uh, Tom Pelleset, who cares what his name is, that the 63-year-old popular coach was back at the club's training table at their team facility. Thoughts and prayers, homie. Uh, Adrian James, or Andre James, or Adriana James, listen, our center is starting to suck. His play once again showed that the loss of Rodney Hudson hurts too much. James kept snapping the ball over DC Four's head, and one time he snapped it completely over his head. You know, the rest of the O-line has had some trouble, but this guy is starting to really rear his ugly head. If he can't get it together, we may have to replace him. That brings me to Cleef Did anybody notice he even played this week? Silver linings. How about some capo karma? Last week I referenced uh, former Chargers coach Anthony Lynn, and this week he's being mentioned as the lead candidate to fight on for USC as their new head coach as the first black man to do so. How about that? The hit list. No matter the outcome of the game this past weekend, the Chiefs, and they lost to the Chargers, and I can't help but take revel in it. They fall to one and two, and at the bottom of the doggone AFC West Danes. Patrick Mahomes for that corny-ass State Farm sneakerhead commercial. Jim Rome, Mike Wilbon, insurrectionist, as per usual, Mike Dick. I barely got this call in. I hope I made the time limit. Rue. Rue, back Way at to you. Oh, man, he's the best. He's the best. Yeah, great stuff there from, from our good friend Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. I uh, appreciate everybody that's in the chat tonight. Uh, Jack Kenna jumping in there asking about uh, if this thing is live. We are live every Wednesday night, 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern. I appreciate you jumping in our chat. And, uh, yeah, you can call and leave a voicemail and be part of this segment, uh, or you can send us an email, and uh, we always love to hear from, from new folks. Hey, Jay, Murph. Jay, hang on, Jay Inquisitive also in there. Appreciate you, Jay Inquisitive says uh, Raiders, uh, Raider Nation for life. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate everybody that's new to the show. Sean Donahue also. Appreciate you, Sean. Man, so many new names. I love, love that. Fantastic. I love that. So Fantastic. There's some new names in there. There's some old names in there. And there's some folks that, uh, that uh, like me, they're old or they just don't get it. Fabricator Gill goes, hey, how do I send money? 
<laughs> so tell them about that. So there's usually a little button there on the bottom. It looks like a dollar sign. Uh, you hit that button, and then you can determine how much money you want to give. And uh, so something that we do around here, thank you, Lord uh, Zen, uh, Zemnus. Uh, YouTube just recommended you to me, and I'm glad I did. Loving the Energy Boys and the Dolts. Got no idea what's coming Monday. Raiders! Appreciate you, Lord Zemnus. And, yeah, normally I don't sound like this, and, uh, but um, my name's Marf. I co-host this thing with my, uh, my legendary uncle. Uncle Mosh to my right. We appreciate you. And uh, so when you guys give to the Super Chat, uh, whether that's through the, the, those those donations like Gil was just asking about or like Lord Zenmas just did here, uh, know that 100% of that money goes to our nonprofit organization, which we in turn, we take that money and give it to Raiders-related charities uh, like the upcoming uh, uh, Bolitnikoff Foundation Awards. Uh, not award. I always call it the award dinner. But the annual dinner, uh, which we're going to do that next month. So we appreciate that so very much. And every single... Uh, dollar we get uh, goes that way. Uh, Justin Tolman says, Murph, I remember watching you with Mikey. Always enjoyed your intake and glad I found this channel. Thank you, Justin. And you'll be back with Mikey. Yeah, well, Mikey, we got another one coming next week. So we're not going to be doing Mondays with Mikey and Murph every week, but we're going to be doing it like once a month. And so I talked to Mikey this week, and we're going to be doing one probably next week. So we appreciate you very, very much. All right, so uh, this Raider Nation thing is global. Uh, everybody knows that, and that includes uh, our listening audience. And uh, so let's kick off this segment by, uh, you know, look, if uh, you've got candles, you might want to light some candles. Get some candleage. You got to, uh, you know, aromatherapy, bring the lights down, whatever you do, but just enjoy the dulcet tones from the Canary Islands of Raider Born Rico. Hey guys, Raider Born Rico here, so let's start with the cheers, of course. Cheers to Tom Cable, another year, another week, again, I will never get tired to praise the job this man is doing, he's dealing with injury players, rookies avoided the center position after Hudson departure and he's still managing to protect the QB and push for the run and I'm telling you as a matter of fact DC without Tom Cable will be just a sack of potatoes now cheers to all the receiving corps but especially to Hunter Renfro when the ball gets into the hand of this guy I feel fine I feel secure and is is like that bowl of a pinball machine. You go left, right, hit an obstacle, get <laughs> into a tunnel, and make the highest score. He is an absolute beast. So cheers to Hunter Renfro. And another guy I want to cheer that give me the same uh, sense of security is Brian Edwards. He is the kind of guy that wins you a playoff game, a Super Bowl. He's there making the big play when you need it the most. I love him. So cheers to Edwards. If we reach the playoff, this is the go-to guy you will never regret to put the football in his hands. Then cheers to Gus Bradley for put the Raiders back on the defensive map of American football. Let's just remember the last year we would have lost this game with the John Gruden and Gunter that I also call the Bushwakers type of game. <laughs> now, that brings me actually to our weakest link with Chucky. I'm still angry from Sunday. Uh-oh. I was thinking that by Wednesday I would be all right. But watching this game was like a deja vu, which is something I do not want to see at all this year. Obsolete play calling, 
injured players and listen, we can't afford losing many men and bad managing of the clock. We haven't converted that extra point that caused us more suffering, not because the kicker missed, but just because this is the reflection of the conservative style who doesn't fit anymore in today's football. Uh-oh. It's all coming back. I told you last year in that Pink Floyd message about time. John, everybody know exactly the plays you will run when you play conservative. Run to the middle on the first play, short throw for a few gain on the side, medium pass when everybody's covered for a third and out. Now, John, when you trust the run, when you want establish the run, it is very simple. simple. It's football. It's not rocket science. When you run on the first play and gain five yards, you run a game for another five yards. Then in the worst case scenario, and this is a gain off a down, in the worst case scenario, if you if you third and one or third and two, you keep running the damn ball. Use more the damn fullback. See, when you use consistently Ale Kingold, which is one of the most underrated players in the NFL, he always produce. That's how you establish your so-love run. Now, wake the fuck up for the next game because it's a division game and we need to play with style and leave LA, which is our territory, with the heads up. And for that, I'm calling out also DC, Derek Carr, you need a statement. You are the oldest quarterback in the AFC West and you need to become the face of this division. No more excuses. So Monday, wake up hard as a rock and outshine that fast food clerk and this crappy team. With all that say, let's rock, let's roll, let's win. Love you all and I'm out. Nice job, Raider Born Rico. Wow. Rico going hard in the paint, man. Wow. Going after John Gruden, Derek Carr, man. But you know what? Like I love I love the spirit behind it though, that like, let's make a statement. You know what I mean? Like, let's put it like as amazing as three and zero is, and as amazing as, as this season has been already. Like, let's freaking like I I know the Raiders aren't the kind of team that are gonna like blow somebody out by thirty. That's not John Gruden's style of offense. All that I get all that, but I hear you though, Rico. Like, let's do something dominant in there, uh, man. That that was a great call. Um, it's so it's Foxy Scorpio. In there. I love this. I love uh, so, that. Foxy. So Foxy Scorpio says, "Please, Rico, be real. Don't be some fat guy in Toledo." <laughs> So uh, I will tell you this, Rico's girlfriend reached out to us, uh, I believe it was last year or the year before, yeah, it was, yeah. on his birthday to wish him a happy birthday on the show, and she included a picture of her and Rico. I assure you, everybody, Rico set looks exactly just like, like you would picture in your brain. And- an, an Italian guy on the beach in the Canary Islands with with a girlfriend that looks a, exactly, exactly like you would expect. like you would expect her to. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So uh, nothing but truth there. All right, let's get to the next caller. Uh, this is we call him the main guy. These are the these are uh, Daniel and Matthew Mangus. Uh, they are the made twins around here. Uh, they are real life twins from Fremont, California, and always share uh, their call here. And uh, so let's check in with them. Good afternoon, Raiders Fan Radio. The time is 2.29 p.m. Excuse me, 12.29 p.m. Uh, anyway, it's noon. I'm sorry I woke up early. Uh, let's see here. 
before the Raiders face the Miami Tuna oh, Bears. the pregame call. Yeah, we must check. Bravo. Yes. Raider hat. Check. Raider jersey. Check. Raider socks. Check. Somewhat check. Uh, shorts. Check. Raider underwear. Okay, awesome. You got your radio underwear? I got, yep, 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 got my radio underwear. We're good, we're good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are ready to kick some dolphin ass. I am so ready. I was born ready. I came out the womb ready. I'm ready to put the smack down on the candy ass. Yes, sir. And now, 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 are you ready, Bramble? I'm ready. We ready? Yeah, we got to get ready. Got to get nice. Raiders jumping jacks, are you ready? Yes, sir. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Ready? Begin. One, two, three. Oh. One, two, three. A. One, two, three. Ah. One, two, three. D. One, two, three. E. One, two, three. Oh. One, two, three. A. Raiders. 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 Oh my gosh, the Magus Brothers, man. Doing burpees in their living room. It doesn't surprise me at all. I love it, man. I love the uh, the wardrobe check there to make sure the head to toe in all their Raider gear. All right, great job there, Daniel and Matthew Mangus, Gemini Award winners around here. Appreciate you. All right, next up, let's uh, let's uh, go to the uh, the fine, fine state of Tennessee, where we happen to do this show from. We're originally, of course, from the Bay Area, from San Jose, California, but relocated outside of Nashville and took our Raider fandom with us. And uh, so let's hear from uh, caller Greg in Tennessee. Hey, Murph Mosh, this is uh, this is caller Greg from Tennessee. How y'all doing? Good, doing good. Thanks, baby. Greg. Uh, what what are the Chiefs? I think they're one and two. Um. I, I got a couple things to say. Uh, all the Derek Carr haters can go intercourse themselves. <laughs> and, uh, I, I, my call has a sponsor. My call is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings have a gambling problem? Just double down till you win all your money back. <laughs> Remember, folks, you don't have a problem until you admit it. See ya. <laughs> I appreciate it, Greg. Great call, Greg. That was awesome, dude. Uh, and yeah, what amazing advice. If you if you can't stop gambling, just keep going. Eventually, you'll win. And then what do you, you call win. that? You call that something? What? That used to be your philosophy on roulette. Oh, combinations of permutations. Yeah. Yeah, you just you lose, you just double your bet, and then eventually it'll win, but then you'll only win your original bet back, and you got to be able to bankroll it. But that's for another story. Um, so, <laughs> hey, so, Greg, so uh, if you call the show, we play your message three times. Um, we refer to you as a made man or a made woman, and you go on the list of, like, the best of the best of the callers and emailers. And so Greg has called this show, gosh, I don't know, probably – 50 times At now, least. but unfortunately we always run out of time. So I, let me just go ahead and let's take a minute. Um, I think we, uh, never mind. One, two, I, three, I, four. You can't, you got seven. We to get got through. seven more to get to. Sorry, Greg. We'll try to get to you next time. Okay. Call us back. Uh, next up on the show here, let's get to Atticus B. Rockin. What's up Raider nation. It's Atticus B. Rockin calling in for the second time. <clears throat> uh, once again, thank you. Murph, Mosh and Swaggy J putting on a great show and i told y'all i would call in after we went three and oh how about them raiders let's go <laughs> oh man this is a this is a great season man i haven't seen the raiders three and oh since literally i was a little boy 
<laughs> um, so great. I can't wait to see what we do to the Chargers. I don't care if they got Justin Herbert, if they have Justin Bieber, Justin Timberlake, Raiders winning by 10. All right, let's go. Nice job, Atticus P. That's Rockin'. the second by 10 we've gotten tonight. Second by 10. I like it, man. Let's, that's, look, if we could pull that off, I think that's, that's a considered a blowout for this team. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, what yeah. if we beat the Steelers by nine? So, and, like, you know, so, I mean, that's a, that's a big margin of victory for the way that we're, that we're structured. Real quick, um, Tyrone Graves throws another five bucks into the, into the uh, super chat. He says, hey, twins, who was born ready first? Oh, so oh. I'm left the Mangus brothers. You'll have to give us the report there, right? Because one of them was born first. One of them was born first. So we'll and, find, uh, the, it, I, I'm betting on the one that, that doesn't have the potty mouth. Oh, 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 yeah. The, the potty mouth Mangus is, was second. The potty mouth Mangus was second. That's why he's, that's that's why he's, why got, he's got the potty, potty mouth. mouth. Yeah. He came out cursing. Uh, all right, next up, let's get to our buddy. He calls himself the northernmost Raider fan. Uh, his name is Jadis, but he always calls in with a sidekick, and that is Raider Macho Savage. And so let's check in with our, our two good buddies, Jadis and Raider Macho Savage. Ooh, do you smell that? That's a 3 and Rick. Perfectly spiced, marinated, and cooked to perfection. Add some revenge and some dolphin on it, and it goes down real nice. Yeah. But hold the Fitz magic and the Arden key, because it won't taste good. Oh, no, it won't. Mm-mm. Okay, I hate to interrupt you, but what you're looking at is rendang, which is an Indonesian dish that my wife cooks. Besides, it's also considered one of the best dishes in the world. Well, either way. We chewed those dolphins up, and we stand them out. They couldn't stop our offense, and our defense stood the test of time. Yeah. Except when it was in the first quarter and that fourth and 20 play. Will you quit those negative ways and just enjoy what we got to win? And sitting on top of the fish, the dolphins are a formidable team, with or without Tua, and that's a fact. Exactly my point, though. We should have beaten them comfortably because Tua wasn't there. That is inexcusable to be down 14-0 to zero in the first quarter and then have to claw our way back to a win, especially due to a pick six. And then we decided to go for it on a fourth down our own 30-yard line. If we do not get it together, we are not going to make it against the West. We have to shape up right now. This is just a test of our strength and fortitude. Sure, the taste of victory wasn't from a five-star restaurant, but this victory needs you to have a required taste for it, yeah. And once you develop a palate for it, you'll be one seconds or thirds of it. No, uh, no, 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 no. I don't need us to keep going into overtime every single time we have a home game. You'll end up with nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, and diarrhea. Well, take some pessimismo because a win is a win. Yeah. This team is close-knit as kin, and with a historic run, with what we're making, we're going to be giving out what we want. We're going to be giving to the quarterback like we want. Cars going to be spreading the ball around like we want, and the defense can stop like we want. We can't be beggars and choose at the same time. No, no, we can't. Otherwise, we'd be as spoiled as Miss Jiggy Mahomes and Kermit's inner brother. <laughs> Imagine us being number one in the division while the Chiefs are in last place. That's amazing. No words, because other teams have figured out the recipe of the cheeks. And the secret sauce is no longer secret. They can be judged now, could take the chop down the competition. And they're not gay for air either, and put them in triple D's. We know exactly what's coming to them, 
and they were terrible. Brought it to them. This is a football team, not a diner driver diagonal. It's not the middle position. The charge of the neck. Jump to the water. Ooh, yeah. All right, appreciate you, Kill Jadis. Uh, of course, coming in with, with Raider Macho Savage. Uh, appreciate that. Great call, as always, my friend. And uh, always some fun takes there, too. I appreciate that uh, very much. All right, next up. So this is uh, my running buddy. So for those of you that are new, we have so many new folks. Uh, Turbo Duran is in there, the uh, new name. Uh, Naomi Total Knockout is in there. Appreciate you. Uh, love to see all the wonderful new names that we have tonight. So, uh, so my name is Murph. I started this show back in 2012 with my cousin Sonny. Uh, we started uh, in 2011. We committed to going to a Raider game uh, together or with family every single year. And so this last weekend was our 10th year of going to a Raider game together. At least one. At, at least, least one. one. And then we, yeah, at least one. And we've been to multiple during the season at times too. Um, and so out of that commitment came this podcast. And so all this, like all kind of started up with cousin Sonny. Uh, and then now of course, uh, the legendary uncle Mosh joins me here in the fan cave where we do our show. Um, but so Sonny and I went to the game together last weekend, met in Vegas, went to the game. It was absolutely incredible. And so Sonny called in and left kind of his little voicemail on his take about the weekend. Murph! Swag! <laughs> Mosh! Larry! <laughs> Murph, it's Cousin Sonny. I feel like fucking David at the dentist going Oops. back to work on Monday. Sorry. Like, this can't be my real life. Because that freaking weekend in Vegas, holy crap. I am in love, Merch, with what the Raiders and Vegas are building. There is a freaking vibe down there, man. There's a vibe. The ingress, the ingress, whatever it's called, great. Egress sucks. <laughs> Everything else, dope as blank. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Merch, the evolution of your fandom continues to amaze me <laughs> you, you put out such a positive vibe murph and to be able to sit there and watch us what we started years ago to now you're in vegas co-hosting shows at the sahara i mean give me a break man you have people bringing you beers at the raider game <laughs> you're recognizing fred blitnikoff in the airport and instead of fangirling out like me and a girl seeing rico and his pedo you're just like oh yeah we'll see you in october i'm like what the drivers about Mark Davis and, and his interactions and the Raiders and their interactions and motherfucking Buck Duke John Elway, the cheap ass tippers interactions, right? <laughs> the Raiders are building a culture and a legacy and it feels like home when you go to that stadium. It's unreal. So Murph, I hope you're well rested. My hand still hurts from making that Florida guy $5,000 to crap stand when he hit it. I have to wear a brace. Other than that, Murph, now there's motherfucking expectations on these Raiders. What are they going to do? Just win, baby. Uh, all right, let's you go. know what's funny is he don't cuss. He's not, he's not a big cusser. Uh, he's more, more so now. He was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we had an amazing one. So you mentioned a couple uh, things there. So the, one of these cab drivers told me or told us that um, – he what the stadium got announced, okay? Right. He drove to the same corner every Monday morning and took a picture. 
And mm. so, okay, and then and then has cool. this like kind of, you know, scrolling history. Oh, nice. Okay. So one of the morning Monday mornings he went out there, Mark Davis's van was parked outside and Mark was sleeping in it. No. Because just like a little kid seeing his new toy or like a Christmas toy, oh. he just wanted to be there and was just hanging out and fell asleep. Like an, an incredible story uh, that, that we heard from that cab driver. It was about like, and just that, the excitement of Mark Davis around the new facility was just, it, it was so, so cool. Yeah, I told stories about how John Elway was a bad tipper. Um, and then again, I told you the story about the guy uh, banging his freaking seat about the, 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 uh, the Raiders spread and where the money was going and all that ah. stuff. We had, Love it. We Love had it. so much dang fun, man. Oh, but okay. So they also, he mentioned the egress. All right. So here's a, here's a pro tip for you if you're going to the game. All right. Give it to us. Don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. I was supposed to go do the Raider Cody post game at the Sahara as well, but it took us the better part of two hours to get out of there. I, this is my, re- my recommendation. Just plan on leaving the stadium, walk across the Hacienda Bridge, and go hang out at either Mandalay Bay or the Luxor. Just stay there. Until the crowd dissipates, because you can't get a car, you can't find a cab. Like there's thousands. So of punk, you're talking. You're talking people. about a quarter mile walk, which anybody in in I could do in my in my, you know, Dunkin' Donut driven state yes. in probably eight minutes. Yeah, it's not bad. Eight at or all. ten minutes. It's not bad at all, and it's post game, so it's not as hot. Is not the hottest part of the day or nothing like when you get there? Getting in is easy. Right, But right. it's just about getting out. Yeah, just plan on walking across the interstate there, across the bridge, and then or, just, just camp out. But, just, but what I'm telling you, don't make, like, dinner plans an hour after right, the game's right, over. Right. Like, plan on having plenty of time to get where or, you're going to get. Or save a couple bucks, and you can go to the Raider Image and get what you're going to buy afterwards, right? Well, except there's about 50,000 people, people okay, doing yeah. the same thing. Okay. so. Yeah, you could if you feel like standing in line for an hour. All right, so you know the, best, I mean? the yeah. best bet is to just hit the bridge and go to Mandalay Bay best. or Luxor, one of and the other. And then go back to Raider Image the next day. That's what we did Okay, when there's okay. no one there. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, but absolutely. getting in there, Uber in, taxi in, either way. Easy, easy peasy. Breezy. Easy peasy. Getting Love in that. There, yeah. Love that. And then once you're in, so this is crazy. Like, so being, you know, the guys that grew up at the Oakland Coliseum, like so many of our, of our uh, you know, listeners have. Sure. Um you know, the amenities at the Oakland Coliseum weren't the best. If you're going to get up and go get a beer, you're going to miss a quarter. You oh, know yeah, I mean? at you least. Know what I mean? like if you're, you're going to pee in a trough, forget it. You're going to pee in a trough, you're going to yeah, get a beer, you're gone for the entire third quarter. So, but the, here at Allegiant Stadium, like, there was a couple of times, because I got, you know, in a, a middle-aged bladder, I had to run downstairs to go use the rest. And, like, it, I'm seriously, like, down, back, like, down... Did my business, washed my hands, back in my seat in like five minutes. Like tops, oh, that's like it just right, like and passed by three beer stands on the way. Like there's, it's so easy to get in and out, and move around once you're inside. It's nice and cool. It's big. It sounds amazing. Like, ugh, I can't. So w- one of the things that you and I were talking about before the game, uh, I'm sorry, before the show tonight, is I was laughing at the TikTok that you posted of Sonny. Did a cousin Sonny did a fabulous TikTok <laughs> doing his his Joey Chestnut impression. impression. <laughs> And I go, oh, nice way to, <coughs> excuse me. I said, oh, nice way to waste a $12 hot dog, right? And you go, no, actually, it was like like three bucks. Three bucks. So you Concessions are not expensive. Concessions, it's, this is not Jerry Jones' world, right? It's Absolutely. not a $48 pizza. 
Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And like, and you know, everything, it, like all the, like even merch and like whatever, it's not that expensive, man, once you're in the stadium. So like, which is legit, man, because, you know, the often complained thing for a long time is like, you take a family of four to a football game, it's going to cost you $1,000 by the time you park and get tickets and do all that. Going to Raider game is not like that, man. And then, and again, the, the atmosphere is just, you know, it's Raider nation, man. So it's like, you know, it's cool because it's the best of both worlds. It's a nice blend. It's yes. It's not Oakland. Okay. This is what we were talking about at the game. Excuse me. Yes. It's not Oakland, but it's okay. Like, Oakland is not better than Vegas, and Vegas is not better than Oakland. They're two completely different experiences. Just like the, the team of 2019 is or 16 is not this team. They're two separate identities that you can you can love them both. You can love them both. They're two separate experiences. And so, what was wonderful and about Oakland and the things that we loved about Oakland, they're not really as represented in Vegas, and that's okay because the things that are now in Vegas. We're never in Oakland. So, like, you're getting a completely different experience, but it's a still a very Raider experience. And the reason why is because the biggest Raiders fan on the planet is your owner. And so he assured that the fans were going to have a Raider experience. And guess what? The fan base didn't change. It's still populated with Raider Nation. Right. It is just right. as real of fans are in Vegas as we're in Oakland. Right. So it's still a very... Uh, I would say organic because it's, but it is organic because it's us. So it's like the people, the crowd is what makes Come it on. feel like a Raider game. And so it's absolutely incredible. Again, much different environment, way different than what you're used to, but that doesn't make it evil. It doesn't make it bad. Come it's on. just a different thing. And that's okay. So anyways, there's my platform about Allegiant stadium. Uh, and, and I can't respect Mark Davis enough for what he has done with that facility, with us in mind. I can't tell you, everything is done with us in mind as Raider fans. And this whole egress thing, they'll figure it out. They'll find a tram or they'll do something will have changed in the next five years where the problem that you have getting out of there won't be uh, the the same issue as it is today. All right, we got two more to get to, and then we're going to get out of here for the night. Uh, We were only going to do a short show, and now here we are at two hours. Uh, Let's check in with our buddy down in Houston. He is the Houstorian. We call him Houston Raider Steve. Murph, Mosh, Swag Jeff, Nation, Eastern Raider Steve. Boy, what a great win, man. It's Fred Stanford to say, this is the way I felt. Elizabeth, they're going to take me. They're going to take me, Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, man. These are all the people that could not save the Miami Dolphins in this day. Red Buttons at the retirement home. Golden Girls, Burt Reynolds, Jackie Gleason, Don Johnson from Miami Vice, Don Shula. Man, what a great win. Uh, Moon over Miami, great song. I used to live down in Fort Lauderdale, so I know about the Dolphins. <laughs> they were fond of it on my birthday in 1965. Anyway, great win, and uh, it's like Cat had many lives. We finally came back. I don't know if you know this. You probably do. Last seven of the last eight games, the Dolphins have beaten the uh, Raiders, and uh, everybody remembers when uh, they played in London. Lane Kiffin was fired and couldn't even take the team plane back after they lost in London. Of course, everybody remembers the sea of hands, Clarence Davis catching the pass that was lofted up here by uh, Kenny Stabler in the north end zone. And all I, can, all I can say is the Raiders are 3-0, and first team to uh, win their first three games after the teams last year had a record of 10 wins or more. And uh, Broncos can't say that. Those teams that they beat have been 0-9. And all I can say is the Raiders are back, baby. They take that, Stephen A. Smith. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> so here's what I love, and I didn't realize this until – 
I'm, uh, I heard uh, Houston Raider Steve make that mention about Sea of Hands. Yeah. So we went from the team that got that was the Immaculate Deception, the team that was the Sea of Hands, and then to next week we're going to play the team that was the Holy Roller. Oh my gosh! Three of our most famous named games. Oh my gosh! Back to back to back. So very very cool there uh, from Houston Raider Steve. We appreciate rocks. you. All right, one more to get to. We're going to go back to the Manguses and we're going to hear from our buddy Daniel Mangus. Daniel is firstborn. Daniel Mangus. Oh, Daniel's firstborn. Okay. He is. Okay. Good deal. One half of yo WWE. Tag Team Champions, what a game on Sunday. How about those videos, baby? 3-0, no one said we could do it, but now here we are. 3-0, and the first team in 38 freaking years Come on. to beat three teams who won 10-plus games. How do you like us now? Now we have a formidable opponent. We have... The LHL cause. And here's what I'm saying. Let's whoop that ass on Monday. Chargers ain't ready for this because I have a feeling they're going to call, 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 call the game like they always do against the Raiders. <laughs> they ain't ready for this action. DC's got his boys ready to play. And this defense, man. Gus Bradley's something else, man. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. And refs, stop calling holding calls. I mean... Seriously, how many times does Mad Max need to scream for a flag before he gets it? I counted like nine different times. It felt like nine different times. He was held, no flag. And they get a positive play out of there. I'm like, oh, hello. Take it back, 10 yards. Mad Max is held. On a different note, Morph, I hope you enjoyed the game on Sunday. Love seeing you there. My dad and my mom were there. It was beautiful. Oh, cool. Top has got his ring. And, boss, if you're in Vegas for the Chicago game, for the Chicago game. I'll see you there, buddy. Your boy's going to be there to cheer on our Raiders for the Chicago Bears. Let's go, man. Go Raiders. Have win, baby. Awesome job there, Daniel Mangus. Appreciate you, my friend. I didn't know your parents were there, man. I would have loved to have... Uh, to have met them and yeah i had an absolutely amazing time as you can tell because i'm still recovering from it and uh and i cannot wait to go out there to the next one and i appreciate you daniel mangus real quick before i throw it over to uncle mosh and close this thing out fabricator gill in the ie the man that extended so much hospitality to us pregame uh, invited us to his tailgate just came through with a 50 dollar donation Fabricator Gill, thank you so very, very much. 100% of that money goes to the One Nation Foundation, which we give to Raiders-related charities. And uh, that's uh, going to go to a great, great cause. And uh, we appreciate you very, very much. Not only does the guy extend hospitality and host us at a tailgate, now he's throwing down 50 bucks in our super chat it's over crazy. here. Crazy. Thank you so very, very, very much, Gill. It was a pleasure to meet you in person and just cannot appreciate that enough. All right, so... Uh, so around here at Raiders Fan Radio, we take the, our listeners' uh, emails and the phone calls, and we award what we call a Sizzler Award. That's the best of the best of the, for the night. And Uncle Mosh awards that award. And who do we have tonight? Oh man, we had some we had some great award uh, great awards. I think I said award fifty times. Yeah, and set you, you up for that. Sorry. <laughs> so we started off our night with uh, Big Bass Raider throwing in an email in there. Uh, we appreciate you giving us an update on that Pirate nineteen seventy five uh, chemist. 
Tyrone, Matthew Mangus, Paul, all of you guys had fantastic emails that came through. Capo started us off short and sweet and to the point. Got it in under the wire. It was fabulous. Rico gave us his, his weekly cheers as we're on a roll. Uh, cheers to Cable, to Renfro, to Edwards, to Gus. And then he took, he took John to task a little bit. Yeah, I loved man. it. And it was done well. Uh, John and DC4. Uh, the man guys. Man, guys, get a digital clock. You guys couldn't tell time. And I love that they were doing burpees in the basement. Caller Greg, double down till you win if you got a, if you got a gambling problem. Atticus, a little little self-help info yeah, from, yeah, yeah. from uh from Caller Yeah, from Caller Greg and, and for Q Dog for Caller Greg in that state below Kentucky. Atticus be rocking. 3 and 0 calls with with this flashback to when he was a kid. Last time they were 3 and 0. Macho Macho came in with his with his call with Kill Jadis. He said he was eating a little bit of dolphin on the grill. And it's nice. okay if he needs some Pepto-Bismol afterwards. Sonny. Sonny, potty crowd mouth. Crowd favorite right now. Crowd favorite. The only problem is Sonny can't win the Sizzler because Sonny is a founding father of the show. Former host, man. Former host. So, uh, and, and he's family. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I loved, I loved it, man. Uh, uh, I'm going to talk to you a little bit off the air about your potty mouth, but that's okay. <laughs> you showed some respect, and you brought up the fact that you were more excited than seeing Rico in a speedo. Yeah. And a lot of people have said things about Rico in a speedo. But hey, yeah, we're yeah, moving yeah, right yeah. along to Houston Raiders Steve. He brought up a Fred Sanford reference. I love that. that. Good, I love man. that. Back to the glory days, he said. And Manuel Mingus. Gonna whip the Chargers, man. And Daniel Mangus said, I'm sorry, I said Daniel Mangus said he's gonna whip the Chargers, but Daniel Mangus also let it be known he is the firstborn. But nice. <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> Tonight Sizzler goes to the person that either said or wrote this. Screaming till our voice is gone, throwing objects, flipping tables right before our game comes on. They need to put up warning labels. May cause dizziness and stomach aches and even hypertension. The Sizzler goes to Tyrone. Nice! Sizzler. 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 Prone to violent acts of rage, punching, biting, choking, kicking, appendages start shaking. It went on and on and on, and it <laughs> rhymed. I love this guy's writing. He's fabulous. Nice job, Tyrone Graves. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today. From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. What's up, Uncle Bosh? Hey, so let me just say this. Okay. Everybody hit the uh, hit the uh, like button before you go out. I'm learning a couple new things. I got on the Instagram. I don't know how to tell you what to look for. I think it's Mosh underscore Washington. 
I don't have any followers okay. or anything yet because you haven't showed me how to use okay. it, but you will. And and I'm twitting again. Um, but one of the things that I need to tell everybody is hit the like button and also hit if you're new to us, hit the subscribe. It helps with the numbers. It helps us get in more cash that we can give away. We're really fired up about that. We're not asking you for your money, just asking you for your support. And that don't cost anything. Also, tonight I want to tell you, we got up to, uh, if I was, I was watching it, 116 watching live, and we're at 124 on the likes. So awesome. people coming in and out and all that stuff. So we're doing lots of good stuff here, and you appreciate it, and we appreciate you appreciating us. Absolutely. Thank you all so very, very much. Tyrone Graves, uh, he says, third email for me and a sizzler. Wow. wow, that's strong. That's strong. Appreciate you, Tyrone Graves, with that $5 donation. Again, 100% of that money goes to the One Nation Foundation. So, yeah, as Mosh mentioned, um, you can find us on any uh, form of social media. Our TikTok, apparently, we've, uh, the old swag Jeff found uh, uh, the hot button on the TikTok. Is our go- if you go find our TikTok, at Raiders Fan Radio, it's going nuts tonight uh, with one of the videos that swag Jeff put up there. And uh, so, so subscribe to us there if you don't mind. But also, you can find us Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, anywhere. It's just at Raiders Fan Radio, and you can find and follow the show. Uh, so we appreciate you very much for that. And uh, just a couple last notes that I had here. I want to appreciate and give respect to Kenny King Jr. Had a nice time hanging yes, out sir. with Kenny. Yes, sir. Had a nice time hanging out with Kenny post, uh, post-game uh, after uh, him and Raider Cody's post-game show after the Raider game. Uh, Cleveland Farrell. F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't Furl. That's right. And Cleveland Farrell, Cure uh, Dog Raider, was asking about if he was in the game earlier. We were watching him on the sideline the whole time. Body language, not good. And he wasn't, and he did not play. I wish the best for that young man because I don't wish anything bad on anybody. But it would not surprise me if we didn't see him back in a Raider uniform. The last thing, Raider Nation, don't be loud when the team's on offense. <laughs> Do your screaming when we're on defense. Appreciate you, Raider Nation, so very, very much. Thank you for putting up with my voice tonight. I'll be back at full strength next week and, and uh, hopefully not have to take a stint on the IR. Join us back, Raiders Fan Radio, every Wednesday night, 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern. Uncle Mosh, take us home. Man, what a night tonight. Breaking all kinds of records here locally in the studio with over, a, I, had, I think I said 116 watching, got over 126 likes and my one dislike. And, you know, it was a great night. Swaggy J, thank you, buddy, for, for hanging out there. We know you had to work and you were popping in when you could. Hope your boss didn't see that. And uh, we'll see you here next week. Oh, so The chat, too. Oh, yeah, the chat. Oh, my gosh. Dave Chappelle, Storm, B.L., Darth Vader Raider, Fabricator Bill. Fabricator Bill. Fabricator <laughs> Ill. Oh, my gosh. The big Fabricator, you know who you are. Aaron the Q-Dog, Jack Kennel, Paul Egerton. Oh, everybody was in there. Everybody's I can't there. scroll up. Juan, let me just say this. Okay. It's been a great night. We appreciate you all. For my, my semi-IR buddy over there, Murph, my little nephew, this is your old Uncle Mosh, and you've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we've taken a lighter side journey into the dark side. Remember, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. Adios, malingerers. Good night, YouTube! See ya. <coughs> <laughs> you want another cough drop? Sure. 
<laughs> you got all Peter Brady oh, just now. Man, I'm telling. Uh, TikTok has 33,000 views. You're kidding. Thirty-three thousand views, Swago. Way to go! Give it up for Swag oh. Jeff, man. Beautiful. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online masters of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.